still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm not even going to try to yell. Good morning, everybody. How are you? <laughs> it's still there. Friday was a long night. You did it enough is, yelling. Did a that lot was. of yelling. We had a lot of fun, though. Hi. It's uh, 545. It's Monday. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here. This is the morning sickness and off and running we go for another beautiful week. Finally under 110 degrees, but it's 108. I mean, tell me the difference. It, it, good for you. Hot, hot summer. I can tell, man. Can you? You can tell. I can tell there's between 108 and 120. 108 and I 110. Said, oh, good. I'll yeah. hang out outside yeah, all day. Oh, yeah. Man. No, I'm just. I'm going to have friends over for a barbecue, and we're going to we're going to hit the bikes, and we're going <laughs> to jog, and it's still hot out. So don't be stupid just because they're telling you it's cooler. It's not that much different. Uh, I, my buddy Ian Schwartz, weatherman. You met Ian at this yeah. thing on Friday. He's Ian a Schwartz. great dude. Yeah, he's really he's funny. awesome. Yeah, Ian's a really good guy, but he. Uh, Yesterday, I noticed on the uh, morning news him saying there the things we've been saying. He's, I, I, I basically was like, yeah, July's been brutal. He goes, well, let's be honest. June was really nice. And I'm like, finally, a weather guy who admits that June wasn't bad and July was bad. So it's balancing. It's not a bad summer. It was just a bad month. And hopefully it kind of slows her down a little bit. We'll see. Who cares? I'm used to it. We're having fun. Uh, and uh, as we go, thanks to everybody who popped by Friday night for the big uh, alopecia palooza. We had a, a lovely type. I'm told... I'm told we had fun. I'm told it was an experience that uh, people enjoyed. I'm told I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm. I don't know much about Friday night. There was a. <laughs> there was a. There was seemingly just a never-ending like buffet line of drinks coming into my hand as the as the as the performance it flowed continued. pretty good. It was a lot. It was a lot, and uh, I'm a professional. I mean, I can throw a drink. I can I can throw drinks, and I threw them. I kept it together. No passing out. I did uh, have to admit about three quarters of the way through, gave a little old man burp, and it was vomit. I had to kind of oh. take that down. I had to take that back in. So, yes, for the for the value of entertainment as a true professional, I swallowed my own puke to continue the show and then had to perform Onyx Slam right after I had puked in my own mouth, which was nearly impossible to do without puke in your mouth. The best part of everybody was singing along. That got everybody. I could hear that one. I'm like, man, this is getting loud. But that's. uh, I don't think anyone could eat below at the Chico Malo. (laughs) The thunder of the jumping. Was there a lot? It must have been dust falling down on the. uh, Honestly, I'm being told about this for the. I I have no idea. I I remember doing stuff. I remember noise. I don't remember visuals very much. It was a lot, but it was worth it because it was fun uh, drinking that much, and everybody was super cool. Like it was a great group of people. Like you know, it was. 
Everybody that came up after was just the smiles and oh, it was fun. Alopecia Palooza was a good time. It should have been brought to you by uh, Wilderness Athlete because the next yes. day I needed it when I woke up. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah, Oof. it's it's a hangover cure. It is. I, I thought for sure. I mean, I got back home at three thirty or thereabouts, and then. Uh, Woke up at 8 for no reason. Like, I just woke up. I'm like, oh, this is where I stand up, and everything just punches me. Last night starts to attack now. And I got up, and I was feeling groggy. Hit the Wilderness Athlete Hero before I felt anything. I was fine. It was weird. Like, I was okay. Absolutely okay. A little bit slow. Yeah. As could be expected from staying up for 24 solid hours and spending a good six hours of that uh, boozing up. Uh, The whole night, I had a great time. A blast. Copper Blues was great. And then it all got ruined. Oh. One one thing wrecked everything. Uh, Marty's band, Nine Ball, after he's the guitar player yeah. in our band, was playing after. And they were doing Even Flow by Pearl Jam. He said, John, come up. And, and so I start singing that a little bit. I go up there, and I had a cupcake in my hand, right? And the, I'm eating the cupcake. I go to feed it to the bass player in Nine Ball. And it's a me- like trying to feed a guy a big cupcake while he plays the bass. With top icing on there. Is uh, a, a layer. It's yeah, a, it's a inch foot and a half of ice cream yeah. or icing. So I go to try to feed him and it's getting on his face and I'm kind of laughing. And as I adjust and he adjusts, I, it ends up just kind of smashing into his face. And I'm like, nah. So I give it a little push up onto his nose. He moves. It goes right into his eyes. Oh. And so it's basically like I just walked up and went, ah, take that. And I just smashed a cupcake right into his eyes. And I'm laughing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He hates me. Like, hates me. Stormed off early, screaming. Like you did it on purpose. That guy. I went up and apologized a few times. And it just took all the fun of the night and just wrecked it. And that's all I've been thinking about since Friday. So another, a public apology. It wasn't on, it was, my intention was not to mash a a cupcake into a dude's face. Well, I felt horrible. If it helps at all, it sounded pretty good because we could hear it on the way out. We were, oh, the we cupcake smash! Like, oh, John's back up on stage again. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't not proud of the, uh, the you know the little and moment like, of uh, Pearl Jam. We're singing along to the yeah. song. I'm like, wait. Yeah, I, I jumped back hey, up. That's John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my voice was about gone, but I, you know, we pulled it off. We we could make things work. <laughs> things were flowing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then I I mashed cupcake into a guy's face, and I felt terrible about it. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't like a 1960s pie to the face. That's all I talked about. I, I talked to you after. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, he hates me. He hates me. This, dude, this dude's so goddamn mad. And all I wanted to do was... And then I made a video where I took a cupcake, smashed it into my own eyes, and said, see, we're even. I'm sorry. I said, if I'd have done it intentionally and, you know, I wouldn't feel bad. I'd be like, you're being a baby. But I didn't. It was a complete... You're not going to win him over right now. No, it's I guess not. Time, time heals. Time heals. Well, I'm not interested in healing. I need it now. Like, now. I, like, look, healing Maybe is... Maybe he'll take it now. What, that's, what? A, that's a sincere impo- apology. Dude, I didn't take the guy's gallbladder out. Time doesn't need to heal that. They just deal with it. And just accept the fact that... Th- multiple times. Went on stage and said, I totally... I feel terrible. I'm sorry. And he's like... And he storms away. I'm like, all right, this guy's furious. And then I went up to Ryan, the drummer, after. And I'm like, I feel bad. And he goes, oh, he's furious. And Marty goes, yeah, he pretty much hates you right now. And I'm like, I did. Come on. And then I started, and then Adam Ray's after is like, hey, Bo, you know what? Guy can't take an apology. You know what you need to do is that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, he might not be wrong. But I am. It's a sincere apology. Whether he hears it or not, I don't know. But it was, it was truly like, I feel like the biggest dick on the planet. 
had I just mashed a cupcake in his face, I would be the biggest, biggest dick in the, on the it planet. It wasn't like the Three Stooges up there. I mean, you weren't throwing well, pies was, and stuff I, like that. Next time, yeah. Sean, no snacks on the no. stage. No, and I think, I think what he was mad about was that I was laughing so hard at the idea that we just did pie in the face. Well, it like, was funny. And it was funny. And, and, then it, and then he's just wiping his eyes out and he stopped me. And I'm like, ah, I'm so sorry. It wasn't supposed to happen. It just kind of did. And then I went, nah. It looked as though I was mashing it in there, yeah. but I was trying to, like, not just throw it. I actually should have just dropped the cupcake, but what are you going to do? You can't drop a La Fig uh, cupcake. Yeah, La Fig's cupcakes were pretty sweet. A lot of cupcakes flown around. Seems like, And they're still in my fridge. There's a couple of cupcakes in my fridge from that box. So, yeah, I felt terrible. But, you know, whatever. But it is weird how you can have such a fun night, and then one thing will just click and be like, ah, oh, this ruins everything. That's all I could think about is that. That dude in his cupcake eyes, and then I just when I watch them clean up, he just put everything in his bag, and people are trying to people are trying to calm him down. An hour later, <laughs> he's just torn out. That's why that's why I leave, John, because I know if I stay any longer, I'm getting more trouble. Well, yeah, you're yeah you 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 were pretty you were pretty lit. Is that where we're going? With? Yeah, that's where we're going. With. You're pretty. You Things stuck around will get for crazy. A while. Oh, yeah. yeah, I stayed around just about till the end. Till the end of. Marty stuff? No, I was I was there after they were done. Yeah, yeah were because we were coming off stage, and you were yeah. like, he hates Oh, yeah, because I went up there to go yeah. grab some stuff. I'm like, I feel so. And, and my wallet could still be up there. He might have had it. I lost, he I lost probably threw my it wallet. The I have. Yeah, that could be. There you go. There's where your wallet is. <laughs> that son of a bitch. We'll see where it all ends up. I don't know. But it was a, it was a lovely experience. And, and that, my whole weekend was hilarious. So I had that Friday. And then my buddy JD, who comes to Steelers games, has always tried to get me to go to his place out in Avondale. Nice, right? He got a new house in Avondale, and he's always like, "Come out to him." He's always at my stand. He was at the uh, he was at the thing Friday, and he's like, you know, the he's big boxing fans that uh, his brother Joe and whole family. Yeah, who was the fight? It was the uh, it was Terrence Crawford and Errol that's Spence, right, Crawford. and it was hyped up. There's a two good names, and then you just realized how good Crawford is. That Bud can punch, and he he beat the crap out of Spence. So go all the way out to Avondale. On Saturday, I float out there, meet my, my buddy Joe and his brother JD and the whole family. So I'm the only white guy there. It's all Mexican people. Well, yeah, well it's I Avenue. Mean, it's right. Avenue. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to get it. There's an avenue. And, uh, you know, we're hanging out. I'm surprised. We're having fun. <laughs> we're talking. We're, you know, watching the fights. Uh, the, you know, the undercard's on, talking away. And I start like, hey, let's start making some bets. Go on FanDuel, start making some bets. And I look at the, the odds. And I'm like, this is a pretty even up fight. Crawford is a, a minus one thirty. I think that's you know pretty balanced. You know, I'm not real sure. Spence is like a plus two. Nothing huge. You're not going to win but a ton of money. He's the underdog. He's the underdog, yeah, but it yeah. isn't much. You know, it's, it, people could definitely need to look at round by round stuff, and it's pretty even. And then I'm looking, and I talk to Joe, and I'm like, we should make round by round bets. And I'm looking, and I'm like, wait a second. It's not even taken the first three rounds. And now everything's just jumped up to like plus six thousand for Spence to win. I'm like, I'm taking that. And I looked at Joe and I'm like, the fix is in. Like, this doesn't happen. Like these odds don't leap like this unless Vegas knows something. And I'm like, this is crazy. Then no bets. Hmm? And I'm like, what is going on? So I'm online blasting away. Uh, the undercard fight's still on. I'm online just blasting away. Like, what happened to the Spence Crawford fight because he had uh, the I think he had Caesar's sports book and he's like I'm not I'm not allowed to bet either 
like, what is happening? Like this, like because you want you're like the controversy. Like, you know, Brett's people ruin boxing. No, no, they we go made on and on. And and they made it, well, they made that you made the betting harder. Because you guys screwed up so many times, like it's guys, all of a sudden there's a, a spike in fourth but they round always knockout. It out. Well, <laughs> you got to know the right people. <laughs> but now that it's digital, you know these influx gigantic amounts of bets on one round where a guy falls, it's easier to monitor. So they shut bet- betting got shut down, and I'm looking around, and then I see the oven clock at JD's house, and it's nine twenty seven, and I'm like, damn, this thing's also late, and it. CBS Sportsline comes up, another sports thing, another sports thing. Crawford handles Spence in ninth. And I looked over at J.D. and I'm like, J.D., you didn't have to hit pause on this at any time, did you? Huh? Oh, no, I ordered it. And then I fell asleep. I woke up and we, we got everything started and we're, we're good. And I'm like, huh. And I told his wife, uh, Nisa, I said, could you... Just hit fast forward on the remote. We were an hour and a half behind. Oh. He fell asleep on the remote or summit, something. We went to a we went to a party and watched a goddamn rerun. I drove to Avondale to watch a, a fight that was over that we already knew the results of before it's before we got an eyeball on it. Wow. JD Man. got beat up all night for I his bet. time machine house. He's like he's always bragging about his house is all his new house. It's all, you know, got all this technology in it and everything else. I'm like, yeah, take you back in time because we'd love to start this whole night over. He's Central a, system here yeah. handles all the TV and yeah, AV. Yeah. JD's having a Super Bowl party this weekend. We're going to get to watch that finally. Nice. Oh, it was a mess. We drive 40 minutes to Avondale directly into the sunset so I could go watch. And the, son of a bitch. And we were laughing for hours because they're taking bets. Like they, they got a hat. JD's running around the party. Five bucks, put five bucks in the hat, pick around. Fight's over. We didn't even know. Nobody's ESPN <laughs> popped no. up on their phones no one. or anything. We all were kind of having enough fun where the phones weren't really involved until I said, "Let's." I got. Let's do the FanDuel bets and start getting on that too. Idiots. So yeah, JD and his Back to the Future house. And I, I, I said, "We got to look at all your pictures and make sure JD's not fading away." <laughs> JD Quinones, Jesse. Well, thanks, Doc Brown. Yeah, he Doc Brown us yeah. right out of the game. <laughs> And it was like, oh, this is a disaster. I'm I'm still dragging from the night before. So are they. Did you get and your bet in at least? And then we ended up, no. There was, there was, I did actually, well, that was the other funny part is that I put a couple bets on that fight earlier in the day. And I'm looking at my balance on FanDuel and I'm like, I'm up 2200 bucks. I didn't put any money in the, didn't dawn on me at the time that I'd already won the bet. I'm like, huh, all right. I'm looking through and I'm like, why am I up 22? And I hit settled bets and I'm like, are you kidding me? And that's when that's I looked when and that's discovered. when CBS Sportsline started to tell me who won the fight. It was ridiculous. Then I drug ass all the way home from Avondale. It was, it was an, and then yesterday, even better. I have, there's a guy who I saw yesterday. Uh, Adam Ray was uh, throwing up the first pitch at the Diamondbacks game. He's like, you want to come with us? And bro, what are going to tag along, man? I'm like, all right. So um, go down to the apartment, start walking over to the ballpark. There's a guy out there right now. You know who you are. I hope you're not from here. I hope you move here and you leave your wife or girlfriend somewhere else. Because you know what I say to her? F*** her. She's, oh. I wish I had a cupcake to shove in her face. He's in a Pearl Jam Mariners jersey. A Pearl Jam made Mariners jerseys that say uh, Pearl Jam across the front. And they look like Mariners jerseys. And on the back, it said Vitology 23. 
It was a cool jersey. I thought you were going to say it's a Toledo on the back No, it could have been. I, I actually thought of Toledo. I'm like, he'd love this. Like, yeah. this is very cool. He's with a frumpy, disgusting, fat pig of a wife. <laughs> and I didn't think that at first until I heard her. Now, what we have to do, and she turned me into... She uh, had 10 on her jersey. She turned me into Sean Hannity. Like, I immediately went like, all right. No, she, yeah, no, she had the 100. Yeah, because that was like, they had to shove another number on her back. She had what would I would consider uh, what a pig would wear to, to bed. Like, light shorts. If a, if a pig could dress itself and go to bed, this is what it would wear. I hated her from uh, Diana Taurasi way <laughs> all the way to the ballpark. Walking right past Footprint Center, the bars, into the bar. We were with them most of the way. So they're clearly in a fight. Like, you know when you see that and you're like, oh. I didn't hear what she said, but they're in it. like her finger went up and she wagged it at him. We get to the first uh, uh, crosswalk and a guy standing next to the dude is a Mariners fan, looks over at him and goes, dude, that jersey is awesome. He goes, yeah, they gave him away at the concert last year. And she goes, we're not done yet. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Like not even letting him take a compliment at a crosswalk. So uh, we're walking. So I turned into Sean Hannity because what they what what it turned out they were talking about was pure Seattleisms. She's from there, and it's this libcuck nightmare way of life that she was espousing about Phoenix, like bashing the city and just constant. So and she's and so what we have to do as Phoenicians is, is truly guard our town now from Seattle and Californians rolling in with these ideas. Because she's so lost, misguided. So we're at the next light, and she goes, no, f*** you. And he's oh. like, keep your voice down. She goes, no, I'm going to keep my voice down. I'm not going to do that. And she goes, what kind of, um, like, seriously, if I worked for an operation that actively encouraged kicking over homeless people's water and spitting on them, and then he's like, shut up. And she goes, I won't shut up. And then she looked at the cop, and she goes, f*** you, officer. Oh, f- the Phoenix PD. And he's like, you need to be quiet. She goes, why? That is an organization that is actively trained to kick over water bottles of the homeless and spit on them. And I'm like, where are you? I just wanted to step and go, where the f*** are you getting this information? That dude that you just said to f*** off to is in a full-sleeved, like a full police uniform. It's 130 degrees, and he's directing traffic for your dumb ass. So you can tell him to f*** off? So you want your defund the police movement to go? So she starts in on this. The last quarter mile of the walk is all her talking about the police are unnecessary. This, that, the other. She starts crying, screaming at how horrible it is, how the police have treated the homeless. How the, and I'm like, you haven't witnessed a single thing here. That's a little deep on the pre-gaming there. Yeah, and wow. well, she wasn't drunk. Nothing about her. She was just, it. no, she was just actively angry. She was an angry... Didn't she, take medication? She was Rachel Maddow's uh, ego, just got loose from her and started screaming at everybody about this crazy MSNBC world she lives in. It was nuts. And then I started thinking, what's in her brain that she thinks that the Phoenix Police Department's like, all right, all new recruits, all of you, we are actively going to be trained to kick over water bottles yeah, they and start teach spitting this at yeah, they teach it. It's, it's, it's inc- Not only is it encouraged, it's, it's a demand. It's what we train you to do. And then you got to laugh at them, too, because that's, that's what we do. We're Phoenix PD. And I, and I wanted to just grab her and say, how stupid do you have to be to think that 
everybody in the Phoenix PD is in on this. Not one person would step away and go, this isn't right. We can't do this anymore. That she thinks that they're all in on it. And she lit up this cop at a, at a light, screaming F you, F the Phoenix PD, F the, because that's what she believes happens to the homeless. And then her final thing was, uh, I've walked past a bunch of buildings that they could use to house their homeless here. They could put them all in here. But will they know? Because they're actively attacking them. Like, I haven't... We've passed an awful lot of homeless. One guy was selling... She's learned a lot. Oh, she was an expert. And all I thought... to, And then they kind of started to go their separate ways. Now we're laughing. Like, this dude's catching on. And all I wanted to walk up to him and say, I love your jersey, and you can do a lot better than that fat whore you're walking down the street with who's embarrassing you every step of the way. So if you're out there, dude, you were you stood out. Pearl Jam, Mariner's jersey, Vitology 23 written on the back. Your girlfriend slash pig is a horrible human being, and you need to run from her. If you're going to the airport right now and she's listening, oh, if you're listening, f- you. I hate you. <laughs> I, along with everybody else that listened to your nonsense, all the way from Footprint Center to the ballpark yesterday, can f*** off. And that dude is a saint for not reaching into his pocket and pulling out a fist and putting it right in your mouth. I don't know how he didn't do it. You are a horrible, horrible human being, and you made me hate everyone from Seattle. You. I don't know, John, because no. I uh, yesterday heard a rookie cop say got his ass chewed because <laughs> he kicked the water bottle yeah. over, but his mouth is too dry. Yeah, he couldn't and spit. Unloaded on him, didn't get enough spit. Yeah, well, he's with he's with uh, IA right now. He's yeah, definitely he's in the IA. Just eternal fast. Johnson, step in my office. I understand you ain't kicking water bottles over for the thirsty. Well, I'll try. I just don't know that that it's right. It's a Phoenix PD's way. Does Tactical Black teach uh, how to kick over water bottles, too? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know they, we do a lot, a lot of training. They, the guys up there do a lot of training the with the police. training okay. is in ne- next week. Jay Ackerman is a huge fan of the idea of kicking water bottles out of the hands of the needy and then spitting <laughs> on them and laughing. Only in uniform, though. Of course, because all human beings have that in them. There isn't a cop alive. The worst cop on the force isn't going to walk up to somebody on a 120-degree day, kick his water over... <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm trained to do. It's ridiculous for her to even think that. But that's that kind of crap that stirs around. And it's in her, and it's She believes it, her. and yeah. she's not alone. She's bought all into it. There's got to be a group of people that she's discussed this with that are like, you're absolutely right. The police are the worst thing. And she hated the cops. And keep in mind, you're a white woman. You, you look. It sounds terrible. You've got it made just because of that. You're fine. Cops never going to bother you. You're going to be the one that escalates the uh, oh, incident the with the police. Speeding ticket, or that's going to be a confrontation. Yeah. Uh, maybe somebody's kicked water out of her mouth, so she dries up and shuts the f up. Because that's what I'd do if I was with her for five seconds. Just quit <laughs> giving her drinks. Uh, maybe she'll drop dead or leave or go suck on a stream or something. We need to get her out of this whole entire endeavor. Oh, so hard to listen to. And how that guy, like, it was like uh, that moment from Arthur. I just hate Perry's wife. <laughs> I wanted to, t- I, and I'm so, I thought to myself, I can't catch up to, I can hear her. Uh, I can't, like, like they're going off to the right. I'm going off to the left. I was in the suites. I mean, I'm sure they sat in the upper deck. Anyway, so uh, that's a different story. But they were going one way, I was going another. And I just was dying to run over to him and say, dude, you can do so much better. I mean, just looking at you, 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 try, you look like you're trying to stay in shape. 
if you want a fat girl, they're everywhere. I mean, and there's there's 90% of them are a lot nicer than that. There's so much javelina around here. Oh, man. Yeah, and they're pumping out the... Yeah, that's a great way to put it, Brady. There's a lot of javelina in the area. You like a little chubby boar? I can get you one. We'll get two before this game's over. You and I will walk once with that jersey on. You're going to get one of those Mariner fan chunks. Drag her back. For, It'll be like nothing's changed except for the, the attitude. cash in the hand. Just, oh. just carry a churro. I, I swear, I, I, my, all I thought of last night was I hope tomorrow at like 6 in the morning they're going to the airport. And hopefully he's just dropping her off and sending her somewhere else. But hopefully they're going to the airport if they're from Seattle. And because she clearly was not from here and she was mad about being here. And it was because of the cops and what she's heard. And look, I have cop friends. And if you guys have actively been kicking water out of the hands of people who are thirsty, you've kept it secret for me in such a great way. I, You know, it's hilarious. I'm almost probably, more impressed with it's that. It's so funny if they booked the trip like this would be great. A summer trip. Yeah. We'll catch that series. And they come out to the oven. <laughs> you could have. They knew if they're that stupid that oh, it came yeah. out in July. Well, probably come on. could be. No, she is. Well, look at how stupid she was. Yeah. I mean, not a know. bright girl, but she's just got her agenda. She probably booked it. She's got her. I could see she was one of those people that was standing outside the Amazon building saying, "Corporations have to go. Get rid of corporations. Put homeless here in this giant building. Corporations. Hey, hey." Oh, yeah, corporations have to go. Jeff Bezos <laughs> is awful person. He kicks water bottles from babies. <laughs> He, he punches babies. No, you, you're making that up. He drinks the blood yes, of the youth. Yes, he, he cracks them open at the neck and sucks the blood from their spines so he can stay young. It's true. She was the worst person I've ever heard in my life. It, the worst. Hated her. Could imagine then when they get to their seats. Oh, I, there was a, there was a. How'd the dude there, stay in there? Don't know. And there was one point. You ever, you, everybody's, everybody's been in a fight with their uh, lady friend. Where you stop, you, you, you're like you're just in your own little bubble, and you stop, and you look down, and, and in your head you're like, "What the f- am I doing this for?" And you just you, you like turn around, like I'm going home, <laughs> like all by myself. I don't want you around anymore. We've all done that. He did it. If it's gonna be like this, yeah, oh, why do we even go? He wasn't. Even, he he's asked her to keep her voice down twice, and I love I love witnessing this stuff. But there's one point where I just watched him shrug his shoulder, put his head down, and he just stopped walking, and he looked around like I'm I'm gonna turn around, and I'm gonna go. And then in the, you can almost see the gerbil spinning, but but then I'm going to miss my beloved Mariners, and I'm here for that. I love them. I don't love that. I don't love her. I hate her. And then he just went. He just begrudgingly kind of kept walking with it. And then they wishbone walked, like she was a good 15 feet away. Like she pulled the the, the worst girl move, recognizing I've ruined the day. And now I'm going to walk away and see if he chases me. And to his credit, he didn't. Good. She was trying to double she, down. She doubled down yeah. on it. She did the double down. Like, fine. And then she just started to walk towards Guy Fieri's, which is, I'd rather walk towards the A-bomb. After the, <laughs> I, I would rather walk. Like, if somebody said, hey, I got a time machine. It lands in Nagasaki. Uh, August 5th, you can have five days there if you're interested. I'd be like, yes. Before I eat a Guy Fieri's, I'll go wander uh, Nagasaki in the 40s. Way before. I, I'd, go to, I'd go to Chernobyl. On a on a sightseeing fact finding mission, before I go to Guy Fieri, so she started walking towards that. He was wise not to follow that way. That's why she was hangry. But she, she kept, needed some trash. She could be. She could be. But she kept looking over her shoulder, like, "Is he following?" Is he? And Vitology Twenty Three did not follow. He he was like, "I'm going to the game. My true love's inside that building. It's not her." And so she had to do the loop around back to him. 
And I'm sure he got an ear beating for that, too. But, God damn it, break up with her today. He finally looked at her like, Adam Ray is throwing the first pitch. <laughs> Maybe that was it. missing it. I was praying those two were in the suite. Then I would have sat down and said, hey, I was behind you the whole walk in. What are we going to do about this? Do you want to get rid? We got to get. We don't call the police and have water kicked out of her hands. What do you want to do? <laughs> she was a horrible human being, and she she does. Uh, look, if you're listening, you deserve to die alone soon. You're horrible. I, I know you're probably in your early 30s, but I, I, I can't wish. Like I hope they name a disease after you. That's that was my dream. I hope someday you go to the doctor and they're like, we don't know what this is. What's your name again? Angela. Angela Raceling. Okay, well, we're going to call it Angela Riesling's disease because we can't cure it, and it's just going to slowly eat away everything inside you. This is garbage. This is because of corporations. Like, okay, whatever it is, you're going to die a slow death, and I hope you have no friends. I hope they're, that you're alone. He stirred up a final fight after the game. He's like, maybe uh, you should run the bases. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know I can't do that. I can't run. You know that. That's Why are you of, saying that? Because corporations have given me carpal tunnel. In your ankles and your knees, you <laughs> fat whore. Oh, I hated her. She made me hate an entire region of the uh, United States. Like, this is what Seattle's like? That can't be too far from Portland's thoughts. I hate Portland now, too. You're like, if I could chuck a fish at you right now, I'd yeah. do it. Oh, my God. Oh, I'd have, um, yeah. Well, the fish would have thought it smelled its mom and gone right into the honey hole. Gross pig swamping around in that... Ah. Break up with her. Great jersey, though. Pretty cool. And they handed him out. Well, they handed him out at the... Yeah. The, yeah. Well, he bought it. I'm sure he, that they weren't just giveaways. But he went to the oh, Pearl Beach like in Seattle. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. When did it sound like it was free? Boy, you... He was like... He went I thought it was you know, there, there. Yeah, no kidding. Where are you getting the free shirts, man? But no. he No, he was wearing it. They weren't handing him out at the Diamondbacks here. My fear there is that the Diamondbacks will see those and go, Oh. I see. Let's give away some refreshments jerseys. It's an or Alice something. Cooper jersey. Yeah. Oh, There's for a, Christ's sake. Get your no. ACD. We already got the license plate. I saw that. They're doing Alice Cooper license plates now. Here's the other thing that I know, and don't think this isn't happening on purpose. Is it? Yep, that was it. It was awesome. Yeah, and, and it had Pearl Jam in the Seattle Mariners gear, and then the back said Vitology 23. It was a cool jersey. That is cool. 180 bucks. Better get Toledo on this. The. Uh, the folks, uh, there it I, is. remember, they were complaining last weekend about the Morgan Wallen shows at uh, Chase Field. The too air conditioner sold wasn't working. It was too sold out, but they said it's too hot. The AC wasn't good and all that stuff, and word got out. And I and I had heard that Morgan Wallen was on stage going, man, oh, man, is it Africa hot in here? But he didn't say <laughs> Africa. He said something else, and the crowd went crazy because they love that N-word. All Morgan Wallen fans are like, ah, oh, man, it is hot up in here, ain't it, Morgan? Say it again. So it was hot, and everybody's like, yeah, the air conditioner for the Morgan Wallen shows were brutal. Like, not working. Yesterday, same thing. And I'm like, I've been in this ballpark in July on hot, hot days before. And it was fine. It was it was sweaty, nasty hot in there. And I'm like, I know what they're doing. They're gassing out the fans, making us complain about the stadium. So they can get that new deal. They get want it fixed. To, yeah, so they can start getting us to say, man, we got to do something about it. I'd love to go to the ball games, but it's too hot in there. It was miserable in the in the suites. Oh, in the suites? In the suites, it was, it was just, it was way, and, and it's different if it's open air. 
I mean, too, like if you go to like Wrigley Field on a hot day, yeah. you just, you know, it's just a hot day. But there's breeze inside yeah, you that want place. Circulation. Stagnant human body heat. And it just stayed gummy and gross the Wait whole Wait for the black mold time. to kick in. Yeah, right. Oh, but that was it. And I'm like, this is what they're doing. The big, the big takeaway from the Morgan Wallen show was the air conditioners aren't working. The big takeaway yesterday, and you heard everybody going, "What is going on? This place is broken." Well, we can't keep we can't keep it cool anymore. It's too old. So they're starting to teach us all that the stadium is on its last legs. Needs to be updated. Yeah, I've got to get a new one, and they're going to ask for money from us. It's it's because that was it. And the guy that was there is like, I was here for the games on Friday too, and even at night it was bad. And I'm like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're turning the heat on. And then cops came by and just kicked water out of your hands. I'm like, oh, these bad, these, these kung fu master bastards. It was, uh, yeah, so I think that's coming next. I think that's going to be for sure. No water in the pool because there's a leak. <laughs> right, well, yeah, the people, everybody's just trying to get in there and sustenance. Yeah, it was like being on the Serengeti. It was brutal. Morgan Wallen was right. You guys all agree it's Africa hot up in this bitch tonight. Dear, 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 we're a country band. <laughs> Can't even bad. play the jug. <laughs> Grandma's in her rocker. Her XXX jug ain't working. She can't get breath up in this Africa hot stadium you got us in. Billy Joe Jim Bob can't play yeah. the washboard over there. She burned his hand. He got hot. I tell you what, try to build a stadium like this in my small town. Two, three, four. We're all just sweating on stage. It is brutal. But yeah, uh, takeaway for the weekend. Great time Friday. Lost my wallet. Cupcake and face. Saturday, long drive to Avondale for a fight that already happened. Sunday, Seattle. That's all I can come up with. It was, uh, yeah, in Seattle, you can, uh, you're beautiful on TV, but you are, you're like a pretty girl that just is so annoying that I don't want to talk. Like, you're it's that one beautiful girl that is alone, and she's 38. You're like, what's wrong with her? Like, you start looking at her, and what's, oh, Jesus, when she talks, the stuff she spews is horrible. Her stupidity outweighs her beauty. Like, that's a tough one. I remember we worked with a girl who was absolutely gorgeous, and my friend went on a date with her. And uh, and he comes back, and I'm like, well, lucky. How'd it go? I kicked her out of the house. Like, what? <laughs> We're making out and stuff, and she's just saying so many dumb things. I, I got, I just said I can't do this, and I kicked her out. I'm like, you kicked that. It was a go. It was on. She wanted it, but she's too stupid. And then the phrase that pays came out of his mouth. She's too stupid to. F- <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. Like that's what we strive for. Like eventually get one that's that's so stupid. Yeah, she'll marry f- that. She, she's so stupid. She'll f- me. That's the thing I'm looking for. Nope. Nope, she's too stupid to f***. And they meant you couldn't turn her around. Nope. The things falling out of her mouth weren't worth it. Her ass wasn't nice enough to tolerate her personality. I'm like, wow, that was what I saw. That's how I see Seattle now. God, you're pretty. Oh, yeah? Well, guess what? Like, oh, no, it talks. Yeah, Seattle. Unfortunately, people don't even know that, but Seattle was once flooded and burned out. And they have a Seattle underground you can visit. That's the best version of Seattle. They should have never rebuilt it. <laughs> that pig would have never been born. I feel bad because I like Toledo, but Toledo is like, compared to this girl, 
You can't make fun of him for being liberal at all anymore. He's, he's like, like Ted Nugent. He's, yeah, he, he might as well have a ranch with dead rabbits hanging around and a bow and arrow ready to go. He's right of Genghis Khan compared to this chick. Please, God. And if you know this guy who was at the game yesterday, say, hey, heard on the radio that you should break up with that pig. No, no. And tell him, finally let him know. We don't like her either. I mean, honestly, everybody at MSNBC would have been like, that bitch is nuts. Like, they would have hated her. She was, ugh. Ugh. Like, Karl Marx would have been like, you're too far left. <laughs> Call Travelocity and get your money back. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just Pearl Jam should send you an autograph jersey for tolerating. <laughs> Horrible. Assess it and get rid of her. She was terrible. This guy says, beauty fades, dumb as forever. Travis, you couldn't be more right. And I can tolerate dumb. I can't tolerate uh, insufferable, uh, pseudo-intelligent. Yeah, there's a big difference. She thinks she's smart. No. Well, how would you feel if I worked for an organization that encouraged us kicking water out of the hands of the homeless? Like, nobody does that. <laughs> there isn't a single meeting that's ever happened. There isn't a cop car with two guys in it going, you know what I feel like doing tonight, Johnson? Kicking some water out of the homeless's hands and then laughing and spitting on them. That's what we should do more of. They no. bet each other. What did the cops say? Well, he didn't even he, just give her You a know glare. what? To his credit, he's just like, let's go. Walk. Yeah. Just go. And the cop was, I mean, it's 120. He's not even listening. I to can that. only imagine been like, the arguments stupid. that go by him, though. Oh. Just a little flyby. So on the way out of the stadium, we're walking back, and he's directing traffic, and some guy walks out, and he goes, hey. I'm trying to help you here. Stay there. Like, stay on the curb until I tell you to go. And he's like, the light's green. He goes, the light's for cars. I'm directing pedestrians. It's, you might have noticed a lot of people walking. And the guy goes, calm the f*** down, man. And he goes, I'm not going to calm down. It's 120 degrees. I'm standing out here saving your ass. <laughs> I'm like, nice, cop. Well played. But it was oh, just man. that it was that one dude who's got to let his friends know, because it's a cop doesn't mean they got to risk. Yeah, right. Just, you know, if everybody just dealt with the, we're all walking the same direction. The guy's trying to keep cars from back. He's got a red light he's letting cars go on because it's not running off of that right now. That's why he's standing in the road. People are stupid. You just want to grab people and smash their faces into the curb for a second. Just, just listen for two seconds. It doesn't make you less of a man to listen to a guy who just says, hey, could you hold on a second? I got some cars coming. <laughs> it, it does nothing to your masculinity. To, you know, cross against what the cops... You're not being more of a man. Or you're In fact, everybody thinks you're stupid. And you are. And you are. You're mucking it up for everybody else. Not listen to some power-hungry cop with a red stick in his hand who's trying to tell me when and when I can't walk. Yeah, yeah, you are. Because that's what streetlights do. They tell you constantly when you can and can't go, but you're, you're not mad at those. You realize you're moving someplace cooler? He's standing <laughs> yeah, out there yeah, the, the whole, whole time. Day. It was, it was a weird weekend, but yeah. Portland and Seattle are off the list. As I slowly uh, insulate closer and closer to just having one room I stay in and just type mean letters to uh, people, <laughs> I'm becoming the Unabomber. The more I hang around society, uh, the more I'm the Unabomber. Oh, Seattle. Off the, and I've been to Seattle. It's very pretty, but I got no need for that. He's up, bro. Yeah, you got to have some friends that tell you, like, you know, everybody's got some guys that they're like, eh, his wife, girlfriend, whatever. She's nice. And I don't have anyone that I'd be like, dude, you've got to run from that 
immediately. I don't even know that guy. I wanted to help him. So maybe maybe we make today, July thirty first, day to tell. I mean, girls can do it too. It's time to f- get out of here. There's no saving this. That guy's horrible. That woman is awful. And we all know, like the shrew woman. That's just destroying a man's psyche inside and out, just destroying him from top to bottom. You see it. He used to be fun. He's kind of less fun. Now he's just miserable. And it's and you, every time you hear her, your blood curdles. I've never heard it like I did yesterday. She's the worst Can I've ever Can we do heard. it, um, make that date yesterday or the oh. next day? <laughs> Not on Kirby's birthday. Oh, it's I Kirby's birthday. Yeah, you can't have. I just you, don't want those two things. Yeah, you can't out. turn Kirby's birthday into f- that bitch day. One will too. get celebrated you're right, better. You're right, you know? Right. Let's get you're right. We'll go August one. Kirby will celebrate today and then tomorrow is <laughs> that bitch day. Okay, perfect. Well done. I forgot. I thought I thought it was yesterday. It's today. Today's yeah. the thirty first. Correct. Happy birthday, Kirby Derbs. Yeah, totally forgot about that. All right, yeah, you're right. Brady's right. We can't change it. We can't It's also a day of celebration so you can tell people to f off. I don't have any. I honestly don't have one friend that I need to to go to and go. It's as bad as what I've seen yesterday, but they're out there, and it won't be a lot. That has to be the final weekend. It it should have been the final moment. Like listening to her, that that walk was it's 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 a quarter mile, tops. It it was awful. Every step of the way, that dude just got wrecked. It, it, you couldn't write this in a movie and have people believe that someone would act this way. It would be too unbelievable a character. You'd be like, no. But I, all I could think was, she's pretty comfortable with this. This is going on in Seattle a lot. And more than likely, to an echo chamber of somebody going, you're right, Alicia. That's you're 100%. And she's going to travel back to Seattle, probably in two seats on the plane, because she's a pig. And go back and go, I was in Phoenix, and I watched the police. You're going to lie. I watched the police kick water out of homeless people's hands and I couldn't stop them because they threatened to kill me with their nightsticks. No, they, they would have to cattle prod and slice your throat and put you in through the slaughterhouse to get rid of you. You're not one nightstick death. I'm, I'm assuming with all that blubber on humanity, you can take a blow from a nightstick. They're not even going to waste a bullet on you because that thing would get lodged into your... I hated her. Brady, I hated her. You know what's funny is I have a friend that... Um, just recently started dating this guy, and she's all in. She just left last week to go back to Seattle to spend two weeks with him. Oh, what, what, she's she's gonna come back. Oh, but probably come back either a better chance. Doctrinated she's or going to see a a man, not an angry Karen. Well, it could be. She goes back to the man though, and he starts putting his Seattle ways inside her. Next yeah, thing you know, it's be interesting. She comes back with some ideas that the Phoenix police are water kickers. <laughs> oh, I wish he'd have just shoved her down right there. I'm not for violence, and but in that situation, it was necessary. Like, that's the only thing that was going to keep her quiet. I'd have just shoved her and run away. Like I, That would have been like kids. Like, get away from me. And then just pushed her, hope she falls. And then there's no way she's getting back up. But like knocking a bit like fat. a weeble. <laughs> yeah, big, big. <laughs> you come back here and help me up. She's just a little fat body rolling around like a beetle backwards. Anyway. Maybe Friday night she went by a twink bar and the village people got in a fight and she saw the cop <laughs> kick the construction worker. That That's right. I'm sure she's... Uh, and then I was listening to the radio and they called, this guy said twink bar. <laughs> well, there's twink bars. 
Anyway, what are you going to do? That was my weekend in a nutshell. And I remember two-thirds of it because Friday's a blur. Uh, let's get a wake-up song for maybe Kirby's birthday or tomorrow's uh, F That Bitch Day. Uh, very close days. The holidays are everywhere. Uh, you tell us what you want to hear next. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Yeah, Brady knows the future, the past, everything else. It's been a, it's been a wild weekend. Uh, well, I don't know, Matt. Maybe we should find out more about what's going on. I mean, I... Look, if you gave me nine months off to just sit and contemplate my life, I'd come out raring to go, especially if you freed me from a Russian prison. There'd be no mental break. What is going on with Brittany Griner's mental break? You had nine she's, months to think about she's it. She's feeling it. Living the farce, the fraud? Yep. I think I think I, that's I think probably that. what, that's my first thought. Brittany, if you haven't heard yet, Brittany Griner, the hero, is uh, taking a mental break. Now, it doesn't hurt that the mental break comes when the team has like three wins for the whole year. They're terrible. So it's like, I can walk away from this. So she's leaving. And they let one go the other day, too, though, on Sunday. Uh, they let them all go. I saw the they're, they, they're like one and fourteen on the road. <laughs> they're terrible. So yeah, she's taking a mental health break, which I think should have happened before the season even started. I think rushing her back into the public eye was a PR move more than it was something for her. So she's got to take some mental health days, and I can't help but think: look, mental health things. I'm all about it. Go, go, take care of yourself. But bottom line is, uh. The real truth isn't that it's been so overwhelming, this positive response back. It's the fact that you're living a fraud's life. You're, the lie that's been created about you is probably too much for her to bear. Uh, wrongfully detained? Uh, incorrect. That is flat out incorrect. Uh, you know, probably one of the stupidest things you're, you can do in your life and never having to deal with it properly. You came back to a hero's welcome. Is probably weighing on her. All the crap that happened is probably weighing on her. And it's got to be tough to have everybody going, you're a hero, you're the best, I love you. It's it's got, living a, living the farce that she's been living, I think, caught up with her. My assessment, doesn't matter what you think, you can be mad at me for it or not, but that's what I'm seeing. When I saw that she needed time away from the WNBA, how stressful is that when you're 6'9"? That's the easiest game in the world for you. That should be your respite. That should be your escape. The fact that you can't do it is telling me they rushed her back in, started to make her what they would have done with Pat Tillman, and they tried to do with Pat Tillman, which is create a lie around the story, and the family broke it down like, don't do this. We're not living in this Because there's a, fake a shadow. big percentage of people that don't believe that. Right, but they don't talk to her. She's in an echo chamber. She knows what's real. Yeah. And constantly hearing about what the, the pressure to be the hero when deep down she knows I'm a complete up and got nailed. And I come back to this, it's got a way on you. 
So I feel bad for her, actually. That that part has become bigger than if she even had a passion for the game. She, it's almost stolen valor. Yeah. It's almost borderline faking being a soldier. Like what she did. You know, when they when they tried to sell us the story of Pat Tillman in a firefight with the enemy and everything was like, oh, he, he went down in a blaze of glory and a hill killing all sorts of Al-Qaeda. And, uh, turned out, friendly fire, huge accident, big botched investigation, screwed up the story coming back, lied about the story to tell us about this hero. And he was a hero, no question, for what he did. But his demise was not what they sold. And that was Rumsfeld and was everybody not else. the enemy. Not even close to what they sold. It was actually a really f- up military mistake. Where they had, they didn't know who was friendly and who wasn't. And right. that it shed a light on the fact that our soldiers were standing out there with their dicks in the wind, not knowing who to shoot at, not knowing where the other guys were. And it made us, it made an unpopular situation even worse if they'd have told us the truth right away. They had a war to sell. And he became the face of it. And his family's the one that said, none of what you guys are saying is real. Now, and do you they, think they did it? But that's pretty much the same thing I think as Brittany. That's a stolen yeah. valor situation when you go out and you say this heroic event happened to me, and it, there's nothing heroic about what happened, and she knows it. Do you think it would change, or would have changed if they were uh, dominating, winning? Oh, she'd stay. If they were winning, it would. I mean, it's got to be even worse that she came back yeah. and she's and the team's no good, and they're not. You know, like they're trying to celebrate her, and she's she's okay. Like, they're just not, well, they had injuries and whatever. They're just not a good team. Coach got fired. It just became the mundane, cruddy basketball team that's not going anywhere. But they and got the goat. And then they got the goat back, yeah. and she's the face of this thing, and, like, all these heroic moments, and they can't win. And It's embarrassing. Uh, you know, and once she starts to kind of look in the mirror and realize, I got to deal with this. I got to deal with what really happened, not this shine they're putting all over it. What really happened. So the fix is uh, the coach has got to go, right? They already got rid of her. They got rid of their coach. Oh, so they got, oh, they got rid of the I coach midway through. Yeah, no, nobody knows. Nobody does. Last <laughs> night on the news, poor Nick King on Channel 3 is like, yeah, the Mercury dropped one. And then uh, adorable Emma Lockhart turns and goes, who do they have next? And he looked at her and he goes, I don't know. <laughs> and it would be a killer if you did that. If the Cardinals dropped the game to the Chargers this week, so it's tough. And, uh, and then she goes, well, who do they play next week? I have no idea. He'd be crucified as a sports guy. But when he said he didn't know who the Mercury's next game was, he became a real boy for a minute. <laughs> like, ah, you're forced to talk about that because I get it. But he's like, I don't know. The Sky? The Toxic Shock? I don't know. What are the team names? I don't even know what they call these things. But he looked at her like, you... Why'd you ask me that? Why'd you ask me questions about the future Mercury schedule? No one knows it. I respect him more now. I did too, and I immediately said he's a real sports guy. (laughs) I get it. You got to take a check. But Nick King stood there with his 5 o'clock shadow staring directly in Emma Lockhart's eyes like, after the show, we're going to talk. No future questions about Mercury games. I give the highlights that I'm told to give in the game that happened today. I act excited about it. I do a good job. I don't follow it. I'm not keeping up with what's next. I don't care. No one else does either. Yeah, the Brittany Griner thing is interesting. Cause, you know, I'm all for I believe she needs a mental break. There's no question. But let's talk about why. And it seemed like there was. She didn't uh, jump right into it right away when she got out. Because we thought she'd come out and do all these things, like throw out right. that first pitch or whatever the sport. They'd roll her for out. For sure. The first night with but the But it wasn't Suns. long enough. No. I thought that they were going to drag her out with the Suns. But again... 
Could be. Let's get everything straight. Let's keep every every duck in a row. I don't think they ever cared about that. I think they said it, but they're like, how are you? And if she seemed okay, it's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drag you to this, this, and this. And when they're looking at it, as she keeps talking too much about what really happened, we're selling a hero here. We can't have her go out and say, I screwed up. She has not, like, done an interview where she's like, I'm I'm the dumbest person in the world, and I feel a lot of guilt that the... (laughs) Merchant of Death and I were swapped. I mean, there's something in my brain. I know that if I went to jail for a DUI and they let out a murderer so I didn't have to go to jail too. Like there was a a vicarious redemption situation where they took someone else's sins away for mine and we made a swaparoo. I would would live in just misery knowing, oh, there's a family out there whose, whose kids were slaughtered. And so I could save my own ass. Eventually it'll catch up. Yeah, I You'd could think. save my own ass. This other guy got released. Uh, I can't I can't live with that. I don't feel good about that. Some people have uh, managed it, but who knows, as far as it looks like, like yeah, Ted look, Kennedy or, you know, something like that in a situation. That's just a guy scamming the system. Nobody yeah. was vicarious. Like, I, you know, yeah, vic- vicarious redemption is a bad thing to me, and it's a big biblical thing. But it's a bad thing to me to say, hey, someone else will take on your sins. You can go. I was like, well, I've done something terrible. Yeah, but this guy's going to take on your... Tell that to the family that got murdered. So the guy that murdered him is going because of me? I'm not doing that. But what was amazing is that vicarious redemption was huge because it's like, it's for everyone. You get one, you get one. I I still find it horrendous. I find it horrendous to put the sins of someone else on a different person and let that person walk free. I think that's terrible. If as I long beat, as you if try, I beat the be as long Jesus, as you promise to try harder. If I beat the be Jesus out of Brett, his family, his dogs, and walk out of there, and Brady's like, "I'll go to jail for him." You think he's happy? I'm free? Nope, not at all. Oh, somebody who did go to jail for that crime—not the right person—but he he decided he'd take on all that weight. That there's a lot that I would walk around with knowing that there's some dude doing something like for the, me. The, Can't do it. Couple of shows where their kid commits the crime and the father steps in and tries to take them. Right. And that I understand. Yeah. But as the kid, how do you live with that? And when the family of the, like, finds out, oh, wait a minute, the murderer's walking around free and someone sucked up all of his guilt? Yeah. That ain't right. So I'm, I'm looking at the Brittany Griner situation a little different because I, I and I'm, and I'm actually, I'm happy for her that she gets to step away from this because there's no way a normal human brain can handle all that fake None of what people say about her actually occurred. It's a sell job. It is a huge sell job. And I would respect it more if she came out and said, I deserve punishment. And it was the scariest thing I've ever had. And there's a chance I was never going to get out of there. And that's because of what I did to myself. I'm no hero. I'm the dumbest person on the planet. I am no hero. And what was given up for me will make me love this place forever and ever, and I'm going to do everything I can to be a, you know, the best citizen. And It's too much pressure to put on a human being who's screwed up, and then you say, by the way, a hero's welcome on the way back. It's like, I'm no hero. Don't do that to me. It's too much pressure. And eventually, Let alone it'll break somebody you're down. doing that, um, you know, the fandom part of it has got to be hard year after year on saying, we're putting this product out there. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, not like catching on fire. The by people any means. who the people who are supposed to be taking care of her are selling her, and the ones that are saying they care the most about her are the ones who put her in this position. The people who actually, you know, it's the Lizzo thing. It's what Ari Spears said about Lizzo. If you really love her, you'd tell her to lose weight. You wouldn't be all over this whole body positivity. Like, hey, look, you know, for your own sake. 
You're not, you're not, you're not going to see 45. You're going to have diabetes. Your feet are coming off because the way you're treating yourself. And we can all act like it's okay, but a real friend will tell you this isn't something to celebrate. You can be big and beautiful and all that stuff, but it's not something you need to celebrate. This is not good for you. Harry Spears is a fat guy who said that, and he's gone through it. He's had issues. And he wasn't wrong, but people got mad at him because they don't want that to be true. They don't, like, but it's a lot of pressure to put on. And I do look at the same way, like you said. Aries in the same, a similar boat, right? Of lifestyle, but no one's telling you. Know, keep hey, doing what? Look how many people tell comedians. Aries all the time. You need to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, a lot. And uh, you know, and he's gone through waves of not doing what he's doing and doing what he's doing. And Aries has he's got his demons, and everybody does. But and I'm sure Lizzo has her. She, she's knows. got an internal debate, but man, smiling on stage and everybody tell you every, how great it is. It's, it's, and if you really cared about someone like that, you'd sit back and go, Brittany, you need to deal with what really happened and not let these people who are saying they're your friends and your colleagues and everything else keep making up a story that sells you because you will feel bad about that. It's going to break you down. And then they're, where are they going to be after that? Oh, Brittany's got, and they're going to keep the story about she went through so much being wrongfully. No. She needs to come out like a video game character and just scream, break the screen, and say, this is what's going to happen from now on. She's uh, watching this whole thing, and I don't care about the WNBA, but you watch Human Compassion. Watching this whole thing, you're watching a pawn get used. And eventually that person's going to break. Could be, and it could be, you know, a strain on everything, or a relationship, or... Everything. And I'm like, I got to take a break from this. Yeah, I can't live like this. I can't get pushed left and right. You know, waving to everybody is like, oh, that's amazing. And she knows what happened. It's born on the 4th of July when they were wheeling Tom Cruise around. It was like, you're a hero, you're a hero. And then he'd flash back to horrible stuff that happened. And I think, like, that's why Vietnam veterans scream out, you don't know you weren't there. It's because you try to just put it on like, ah, they stood up and clapped for the troops. Those guys have been through some stuff. Now, I say you put her in a cell with that girl from Seattle yesterday and it'll straighten her right up and realize how uh, amazing it was. Like, I'd rather be in a Russian prison than stand next to her in a street light again. Yeah, the Brittany Griner story is, you know, everybody, I think everybody kind of expected me to make fun of it. All the emails and be like, hey, Brittany Griner, I'm not making fun of her mental health. I'm, I'm, something's wrong. And maybe finally a real friend got to her and said, you need to step away from all this publicity because you're getting used. You're, you're, this isn't really a reality situation. You're being used and it is destroying you internally and we can see it. I hope that happened. I hope somebody said that because the, the WNBA is not, has not been her friend. It's put her in position after position going, you know, let's, perpetu- you out here, champ. let's perpetuate our, our PR story before ever getting to what's really going on with you. Let's sell this because it makes them work. It makes... You notice how many WNBA ads are out now? They are selling it. They've got oh, man. A, they've got a face. Even the MLB network is playing them between. I know. I'm like, what the hell? And they're push. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, we got some huge free publicity out of that whole mess. Let's let's run. They have no heart. And they've been using a, a person who went through quite a lot. Right, wrong, or otherwise, she went through quite a lot. I know if you release me for the merchant of death, I'm going to have a few days off. I'm going to sit there going, Jesus Christ, do I, can I live up to this? I had a vape pen full of weed, and the merchant of death is free. That's a tough. That's a tough it, mental. Especially when you bunch. hear it from you know the few, but you hear it that are saying that make that point clear. I don't believe, and I don't agree with what what they did. You know, like a fan saying, talking about being yep. traded for the merchant of death. She'll hear it from a person like you shouldn't be out. Oh yeah, 
Oh. Uh, maybe. I don't think she's doing a whole lot of social wandering around. I think it's mostly just no, keeping but it in the echo people chamber. That are, I mean, that would be a fan that would bring that point yeah. up. Well, I don't think the fans are doing it. I don't think fans of WNBA are. I honestly Stay think, off social media. Yeah, if you, you can't do that's probably a big part is that being on social media has probably been a few. Because the trolling. A few trolls have popped up. I can't believe she hasn't been on Dr. Phil or something like that. I think I because would have swore that that would have already happened. And probably. a book and everything else, you know. Probably because she's more re- realistic and it's been, I would assume, been told, like, you know what? This is what happened. Don't go out and start busting this narrative we've got built. It's great for the game. It's great for you. It's great for everything. And you're a hero. Like, they're trying to convince her she's done something heroic because it sells the product. And, and it's sad. Like, she's like if if she needs a mental break now and didn't four months ago, something's built up. Well, and imagine if the team was more successful this season. Right. That's what, what the said, pressure yeah. would be there, too. To, 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 like, fuel all this and go, yeah. Jesus, now I'm on TV all the time. And now they want to do interviews. And right. I, just don't, I don't want to deal with it. Because then the TV responsibility is going to be more. Right. To be able to get over this, you know, to be able to come, you know, what you went through. Yeah. And to put yourself in the I mean, I don't know, know championship they're run. Anyway, but. They're on a lot now, well, right. at least locally. But they're trying to push. Like, every Saturday and Sunday, they got a WNBA game. The ESPN's got it on. I actively avoid it. So do I. Except Are for. All of us. <laughs> except for, I, I can't say act. Like, I don't actively seek it out. But when it's there, I watch it and I laugh for hours. Because it's a terrible product. But yeah, I'm just reading that thing. I'm like, all right, as a human being, you look at that and go, that's eh, not surprising. But it isn't because she went through. Then they're going to sell it like she's still reeling from what happened. No, she's reeling from all of it. And the stuff that you, the weight you put on her shoulders coming back was a little heavy. They should have given her some time off. We need her back. Yeah. Get this negotiating. <laughs> Hurry up. Let's get her in some spots real quick. And the team's terrible. That's probably even worse. And maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe she's totally cool with the story and is upset that there's trolls out there that keep reminding her. That, but the truth out there is going to keep nagging her. There's the, the, the trolls aren't wrong. Right. That's the problem. They're, they're trolls. They're being called trolls. Me. We're not wrong. Hey, you're not a hero. You screwed up. I don't think you should go to jail for pot. But you were in Russia. You did this to yourself. You took that risk. Their laws. Yeah, it's their laws. Their yeah. laws, and she'd been going there for seasons. Yeah. yeah. She got comfortable bringing that stuff right. in every It won the time. first time. So, yeah, the story, the story, it's definitely, to me, it's sad. It's kind of tragic that you would do that someday. But what's more tragic is that bitch I saw yesterday from Seattle isn't in a Russian prison. And I would love to trade, I would love to trade back. We'll take the merchant of death. Here wandering the streets of Phoenix, I'll help him get some weapons just to get her into a Russian jail. Vitology guy in the Pearl Jam jersey? Guarantee he'd love to send her to a Russian prison, some gulag, and let her die her last days. I hope that happens. Brady, pray with me. Dear Lord, please let that bitch I saw yesterday (laughs) on the street end up in a Russian gulag somehow or another. You can do it. You have that juice. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but yeah. Toledo, you'd have loved it. You went to the Seattle. Did you go to the stadium? Friday night. How yeah. hot was it Friday night? It was hot. The stadium is, so, we're being forced out of that I'm place. with you on on another point that you didn't mention. So we had planned on uh, going to see you at Stand Up Live. Right. So the game on Friday night gets out around 9.50. By the time everybody filters out, and kudos to the Seattle fans, you ran, you overran that place on Friday. Oh, and Sunday. 
And so we're getting to the, the parking garage. And no garage. kudos to the Seattle fans yeah. for that. I'm not a Diamondbacks fan, but that's not good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here he goes. The boy's at it again. <laughs> so by the time we got to the to the parking garage and got out of the parking garage, I think that they changed the routing out of that garage. Yeah, they send you south. They send you south, and you can't get back around. Uh-uh. So I think they're intentionally pissing off some of the people that may want to stay downtown. Maybe. And, and is there I, no, the because construction you, going on, too? Tons. No. Yes, not, there is. No. There is. Central it's Avenue like, all the way to South Central Mountain. Central Avenue, all, but not and over It's there. train tracks. It's closed. And so they can't take you the old route. They have to get you back to the I-17. Yeah. yeah. So by the time we got turned around and tried to get back downtown, it was like almost 1030. Yeah. And we're like. Which is why I have the H&H downtown? apartment. You try to leave exactly. a Suns game, exactly. it's 40 minutes in a garage. I just go to bed. Yeah. So we, we decided. Sorry, but we were just like, ah, I, got a, I got a thing on Saturday morning. So we're- Truth is, Lisa said, we're going home. But I want to. We're going home. Okay. <laughs> We've been in this hot box. Yeah, Pearl Jam jersey on. For and- two and a half hours. A Pearl Jam jersey is awesome. It was it hot. It was enough. hot and sweaty and sticky in that. And and like you said, I've been in there in July before. Never and an issue. Toasty Actually, cool. Uh, we, yeah, I've been in there in the middle of summer, which is what this thing's designed for. Yep. And I get it, 83, 84. I can, I can see where you're keeping around there. I've been in there where there's like a chill in the air. Yes. It's cold. I'm like, yes. Jesus, they got the air just crushing. It was 100 in there. If, yeah. it, was a, if it was one degree, it was 100 yesterday. And people were talking about it. Yeah. Oh. We had good seats and everybody around us was talking about it. It was hot. Yeah. yeah it, I, there's something going on. They're turning, the, they're turning the air down to keep us. Now we're going, yeah, this place sucks. But it'll all be Seattle people. Corporations are going to want us to raise taxes. to buy. And you know who doesn't pay taxes? The wealthy. They're just kicking water out of the hands of the homeless. That's all they do, the wealthy and the police. Oh, man. We needed Rico Blaze there. She was fat. She was white. He'd have kicked water out of her hands and replaced it with something else. And I'd like to thank all the texters, but no, uh, my ex-wife was not from Seattle. She's from St. Charles, Chicago. Or, uh, <laughs> no, no, wait, no, Right outside no. of Chicago. And by the way, so much, her. much more tolerable. Uh-oh. 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 Uh
the pedestrians would have been a lot more taller. Oh, of Rico the Blaze was the cop? Doing yeah. the Everybody's going to have to not cross right now. Do not walk. And you, the sign says, do not talk, but keep that gob open, baby. Here comes the big choo-choo. You ready to eat on some soul train? It's heading your direction. <laughs> Rico Blaze is addictive. Yeah, I would like to have Rico Blaze quiet that situation quite a bit. And Adam Ray threw out the first pitch. Our own. Uh, How'd he do? Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Adam Ray, he did a Hideo Nomo, full nine second hold over the head, like a big windup, <laughs> which was great. And then, uh, and then uh, I will say this, and Adam's, a, you know, he'll know it. Uh, the full delivery started great, and then t- he kind of throws like a girl. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit of a girl. Th- and then, and the reason I say that is because he realized it later because uh, seventh inning, they do a little montage of the highlights of the game, and it's like a fan shot, a baby, a ground ball, great play by Christian Walker, and then, uh, you know, people walking onto the field, then the first pitch. You know, it's just a real quick clip montage of the first seven innings and all the events. And uh, the, the shot they had of Adam looked like he was swatting a fly away from his face. It was like the last <laughs> seconds of the throne. It wasn't really. And he goes, boy, you really realize, like, you know, the video makes you know who's an athlete and who isn't. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. It looked good up until that picture that they posted of you. Because then people who didn't see the first pitch was like, who's the kid with cerebral palsy who threw out the first pitch? Because the pose was not pretty. It was fun, though. It was great. And, uh, yeah, it was a seat was packed full. And then I had Alex sitting next to me, and he's from um, Stand Up Live. He He's one of the managers out there at uh, the clubs. And it was a very strange ex- exchange because it was funny. We're at the ballpark. You know, everybody knows Chase Field. And he says to me, and it was just a moment where two, like, you know, I'm, I'm still a little bit foggy from the whole weekend. And we're sitting there talking, and he goes, uh, have you ever been to the pool? I said, yeah. And he goes, that pool? And I turned and I said, what did you think I answered? What, what, what question did you think I was answering? Like, what pool were you assuming <laughs> I thought you meant that you had to clarify the only pool close to us that we Does were both. think there's one on every No, level? no, no. I don't think it was. I, that's what I was like. I've been to, like, my pool and other pool. Yes. <laughs> like, what pool were you talking about? I don't know. I'm bad at conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we laughed for 30 minutes. But it was the strangest. Like, have you ever been to the pool? Oh, yeah. That pool? Oh, no, no, no. I thought you meant something else. I mean, what else could I have thought he was talking about? And yeah, and then I just mashed into his face and ran. <laughs> And he just started laughing. He goes, that was really weird of me. And I'm like, yeah, I said, that's just such a strange moment. That I didn't, I'm like, did you expect me to say no? Or when you said yes, I just had to clarify, you, you, you know the pool I'm talking about. Yes, what, what other pool were we even thinking about? And I'm like, I'm too hungover for two days for this kind of conversation. Went up, had a hydrate and recover, and just kind of walked around the facility for a little while and contemplated jumping. Man, it was hot in that stadium yesterday. And the, and the Diamondbacks are scuffling. Scuffling, and football's back at the weekend. Uh, training camp news all so weekend long. Cr- wasn't it great? <laughs> it was just great. Nathaniel Hackett getting destroyed by Sean Payton for no oh, reason. I've never seen anything Aaron like Rogers it. Coming out, Aaron yeah, Rodgers had to defend moved. it. It's already a soap opera. It's already good. Hard Knock starts next week, and we've already got Sean Payton taking live human. <laughs> All over Nate Hackett, <laughs> and he's got he's going to be on Hard Knocks and try to defend it. And Aaron Rodgers is best friend. This is just phenomenal. And football's already kicked it off with just absolute soap opera storylines. 
makes it more interesting. I, I, the game is just perfect. They've got it all figured out. It's great. Just great. I just hope HBO didn't get to them. You got to sell this thing. <laughs> we'll start next week. You got to get arrested by Russians. Oh, no. Yeah, it's working for that girl league. They got a nice little uh, face for that thing. If you cared. You you cared do me a favor and take this cocaine over to Moscow real quick. And... Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's uh, back to school time. Those kids are going back to school. And don't be that parent that has to wait in those awful lines out front. Buy your kid a a new bike. bike. That's right. (laughs) That's brilliant, bro. (laughs) All month long, all Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are on sale. They got beach cruisers. They got commuter bikes. Whatever you want, Action Ride Shop is the place. And uh, just go to actionrideshop.com or go visit on Gilbert and Southern. Whatever happened to the latchkey kit? Yeah. They're non-existent because everybody's hovering over them with their Buicks, picking them up. Get a kid on a bike, put a key in his Damn pocket, right. let him get in and out of his house Do on his own. some exercise, for Christ's sake. Those are the kids that are going to run the future. Oh. I'll tell you right now, you go buy a bike for your kid at Action Ride oh, Shop, yeah. you've pushed, you've advanced him to closer to CEO than all the rest of his kids that stand in line. It's so hot, my mom's not here yet because the line's too long and I... You just walk. Walking is hard. The backpack makes my spine curve. Oh, my God. To get too many books. You're also going to curve the back of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brett will hit on. you. <laughs> get him a bike and put him leaps and bounds ahead as being an independent, self-sufficient individual rather than a kid who's got, your mommy's not here yet because the line's over three hours long. I want to go home now. It's time for my snack and nap. You're 18. I know. I don't want to drive. It's scary. <laughs> the road's scary and freeways are fast. Okay. Well, your mommy's outside now. Yeah, get him a bike. Damn right. We used to huff. We used to want. I used to have to fight to ride my bike. My mom was like, "No, I, I would miss the bus on purpose sometimes." Like, I think I can make it on the bike. No. Did roads have a bike corral? Yeah, huge. Yeah, it was, it was huge, bigger yeah. than the parking lot. It yeah. was massive, and we all like like the like. It was hard to find a spot. It was like Fiesta Mall in the old days with the <laughs> and Christmas it was rush time. hour yeah, when school ends. Oh. Insanity and getting bikes all over the place. You get that one prick that parks it sideways yeah. and locks his bike up. And oh, Brett, you and I both went to Rhodes Junior High. I do not ever remember the mommy daddy pickup line no. leaving no. the parking lot. It never uh, disrupted traffic Mm-mm. ever. We figured it out. I think one day it was raining. My mom dropped me off, but it was like a block away. Yeah, I don't want you like, pulling up. Yeah, rain, no problem. Seeing this. Yeah. Wasn't the turn-in at Rhodes like four parking spaces? I mean, it's Oh, like it's tiny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they built right. a building on it. Like, we don't need this. Right. <laughs> now you try to get by there. It's like, no. My angel can't walk. He's got, he's got corns. Your 12-year-old has corns? Well, yeah, he's got a little bit of a thyroid issue, so that's why he's 331 pounds. No, he's 331 pounds because you pick him up and drive him everywhere. He didn't walk. Get him a bike. Action Ride Shop, saving your kid's life and pushing him towards the CEO front office. Because he's going to push these other kids around. Like, My mommy doesn't let me have a key to the house because she has to be with me all the time just in case someone's inside the house. Pussy. They might try to abduct me. No one's trying to abduct you. You'd be so hard to lift. You're like a bag of wet flour, like a thousand pounds. No one's going to try to stuff you in the back of a van. You don't fit, kid. Man, those e-bikes are popular. For the kids. They're great. No, well, that's a little lazy, but you can uh, yeah. still ride. I know. It's, not just, it's like, you know, it's no a resurgence of uh, mopeds back in the day. When no throttle. Get them one that's, you know, the perpetual motion where you push and it's uh, self, the energy's inside of it. They got e-bikes in all price ranges, yeah. too. So, Yeah, so, yeah. But Go to action, right? Get, get your kid a bike. That's a start. Yeah. 
I, I, even if it's an e-bike, at least the kid's like A to B self-sufficient. doesn't have to look for mommy to take him home. Yeah, do the rest of us favors. And, and, yeah, know, exactly. Blocking it's, off the part, blocking off half of Longmore trying I, to get somewhere because you're picking up your kids. Didn't realize that school had started again. I got trapped so in you that get stuck. Friday. I'm like, it's July. I got stuck in some school line at 3.30. Mom's picking up their precious angels. They're big, fat pig kids that can't get abducted anyway. You think something's going to live? You think a bad guy's going to try to lift that? No way. <laughs> Only the pretty kids need rides. These fat kids need to walk home. I don't know. They got those lift gates now on the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, then your kid's just not even a struggler. You want to stand on the lift gate? Okay, yeah. I'll just wait. You need a Tommy yeah. lift. <laughs> you know, get your ass yeah. a bike. And your kid is like compliant to getting on the Tommy lift. <laughs> your mommy uh, said that we're, your dog's missing. We got to go look for it. Okay, well, I can't get in a car the old-fashioned way. You got a Tommy lift? <laughs> cool. This kid was easy to steal. Yeah, then you've trained your kid poorly. But yeah, most of, most of those kids aren't getting abducted. I've seen them. They're hard to pick up. They're massive. Massive. I am jealous, though, because yesterday at the ball game, in the suite, I'm standing in that thing, chatting with everybody, having a nice time. He's like a four-year-old, and he just goes, whoof, shirt's off, pants off. <laughs> standing there in his underwear, and I'm like, God damn it. When did that become not okay? Like, at what age is that no longer okay? Because I want to do that, too. <laughs> it's hot in here. But I can't walk around in just my underwear going, man, is it warm. People would kick me out of sight. He did it like it was second nature. Whew, they just saw his little face go. He's got that flop sweat, four-year-old fl- uh, uh, shirt came off, here pants came go. off. And, like, and he just sat back down. I'm like, God damn it. And it was somebody else's job to pick up his clothes. It was like you, like an NBA player right. that rips his sweats off right. and just throws them and another guy gets them. He has a locker room attendant. Uh, it was the greatest thing ever. Didn't care about his chubby belly. He didn't care that he was a little bit fat. No self-conscious moments. Shirts off, pants off. I got to sit back down here. Where's the cookie? Somebody get me a cookie. <laughs> it was awesome. And I'm like, God, why in the world does society make that bad? It was it was amazing. Like, oh, I envy that too. He's like a little Burt Kreischer. He just his shirt came off in seconds. Little machine. He was a little <laughs> machine. I was like, you are my hero right now. I know it's so hot. Like, if I took my pants off, stood next to you in my underwear, I'd get arrested. You're so lucky. Take advantage of. It. Never forget this moment, son. I assume your name's Braden or Caden or something like that or Tanner. I, I promise me, this is a moment that's a core memory that someday you're going to be like, man, I used to just take my clothes off in public and no one cared. And I looked at him with just great envy. God, lucky little bastard. Here I am sweating like a pig in shorts and a shirt. I'm like, these could come right off just like him. <laughs> Imagine that look on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Me, You're sitting there next boy to him. In, in our underwear. <laughs> <laughs> this is why there's so many lines at elementary schools and junior highs is because right. of that visual right there. Just a scarred up 51-year-old next to hey. <laughs> hey, how you doing? This kid and I decided to go undies first. Ironically, we're both wearing Batman. All right, Jared. <laughs> it's that thing. Just chugging subs. Lady in the tramp in one of those foot-long hot dogs. Yeah, it's a great day. The old ballpark. Wow, taking a look out into the crowd. You don't see this every day. Sure, a four-year-old in his underwear. He's just uncomfortable. But look at the guy next to him. Chowing down on a hot dog in his underoos. Fans of all ages enjoying the big unit. <laughs> it is hot in the ballpark, so much so that men are willing to risk their futures by dropping all their clothes, sitting next to other children. 
not a safe environment in that suite. Oh, I wanted to so bad. So hot. Anyway, I don't care. What do you want to do? Get your kid a bike. That's all we're going back to. Yeah. That. Uh, you know, the, somebody requested uh, keep your mouth shut from terror oh, for the Pearl Jam guy. Yes, that's the one. So I hope, you, I, again, recapping from earlier this morning. I, I, and by the way, Toledo, f- Seattle, the whole, the whole group. <laughs> Kudos. He wasn't in the room when I was talking about it. F- Seattle to you and yours, all of them. You all suck. Anybody who says, well, I'm from Seattle, oh, f- f- you, I'm out. I'm and there was more fans on Sunday. Oh, there was a lot the of Seattle fans. The whole weekend. Wow, Seattle that's weekend. amazing. Uh, and yeah, uh, Seattle just made Boston like my next destination. Like, it dropped below Boston. Really? Yeah, she was. She, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Easy, Toledo, she was that bad. She was that bad. Well, at least she didn't have to hear her in the stadium. It was, it was ringing in my head all day. Her liberal nonsense. Beyond. It was like, and ran stuff. It was like way gone. Like, not even a thing in America we should talk about. Just so incredibly. Like, Sam somehow found yeah. this picture. That's not him. Okay, good. great jersey though. That's the jersey. That's yeah. not the guy. But this because is... that guy's smiling, and the dude I saw hasn't smiled since like yeah, the Clinton no administration. Smile. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't him. But that's the jersey. I didn't see any others, so I could point him out. But if you're the guy, he knows who he is. I've made it clear. He had the jersey and the fat shrew. Oh yeah, he's living here. He knows. Oh, I don't know if he's living here. Sure she's he she's too Seattle to live here. <laughs> No, he's a he's a she's from she's from the heart of the Pacific Northwest. She came out to visit, and they're handing out needles. She's she's probably just giving needles to heroin addicts. You need to help the cops. Oh, I hated her. Hated her. <laughs> so yeah, terror is perfect. <laughs> Shut your mouth. And he did a poor job. Up and after he told her to keep her mouth shut, and then did that little shutter shake, like I'm going home. And then, the, you know, Toledo understands it. Men understand it. Our true loves are our sports teams. Oh, yeah. You know, we're more upset if they leave the city. We Like the, the Sonics, there's an RIP every time. You never say that about an ex-girlfriend. People you never say, say like, yeah, the girl that used to be the love of your life that's gone. You never go, oh, I miss her so much. She moved to Oklahoma City. Nope, you don't care. But she, aren't you a fan of the Thunder? Yeah. God, no. no. That franchise moved on, and I hate them. It's the same. You don't, you, but you still lament the loss of that one. We love our sports teams. We're loyal to them like crazy. Like, you can ruin that. Like, it's hard for them to wreck anything. He loved his Mariners. He was going to go home and realize, oh, but the love of my life's inside that building over there. I got to go in there. And I'm bringing her. Why did I ask her to come with? She didn't wear a gear. She was in all black. Took a dump on the sidewalk. Uh, Greta Thunberg would have told her to shut up. <laughs> she was the worst. Ugh. So, and people are like, how big was she? Like, she might have been like 160, but every time her mouth opened, she just expanded like a dig dug. She just got uglier and bigger every mouth. She acted big. Every word like, who's blowing you up? You're getting grosser and grosser by the second. You turn into Jabba the Hutt with every phrase you turn. You just didn't quite get to the pop stage? Yeah, and then and then he deflated her. Like, sure, keep your mouth down. Goddamn laser, he turned. Yeah, she went Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka. <laughs> just blew up into this big pig and then would deflate. And I'm like, gosh, she's staying. This is for you. And dude from Seattle, you seem decent. If that's the best pick you've got out of Seattle, you need to move. Go to T- Tacoma or Montana or just get out of there. Oh, Tacoma. Run. Why are you let a tree like that, Perry? Get in there. Fight. 
Terrible. It's terror, everybody, for that ugh, from Seattle yesterday. It's 98 KUPD. Shut your mouth. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Talking about Disturbed. We did that down with the sickness there on Friday night. And Take that, Draymond. Take that, Draymond. It was 150 <laughs> degrees when I did it, and our stuff worked. And they did a show where I got video. Some guy sent me video of, like, all this water broke free and started to water all the That's right there on the, the screen right now. During Inside yeah, the Fire. During Inside the Fire, the water just starts smashing into the... All their equipment and nothing stopped them. And I'm like, it all works underwater, but it can't work in the heat? That's right, John. People <laughs> are calling BS. Yeah, because it's BS. We didn't get the true story on why Disturbed Cancel here, but it certainly wasn't heat. Something was going on. But they've patched it up. And I, Do they have the thing rescheduled nope. yet? Not yet. Somebody said that they got that they heard it was in 2024. So probably oh, next well, tour. Just sell those Probably tickets. next tour, I think. Well, that's what they said about... Rage Against the Machine for two years before they finally yeah. said this isn't going to happen. Well, you you gotta, had those tickets, didn't you, Rich? Yep. Yeah. Well, you got to figure they're already on the East Coast with the tour. They're not going to yeah. come all the way back to do one show. Cost and it was like two and a half years for by the time that Rage finally decided to call it quits. Yeah. Well, trying to get them to get along that kind of distance right. is, yeah, you're asking too much. Uh, it is time now for break. Oh, I got to say uh, thanks yesterday uh, at the end of the Channel 3 morning news. Uh, um, the Humane Society folks were on there with uh, the girls and said, um, they talked about the Ching Chavez party that's happening Wednesday. We're releasing. We drank some on Friday, and it was yeah. good. Really good. And it's back again. Ching Chavez is over at Four Peaks. If you guys want to head on over there Wednesday, we're going to have that. But they were really nice, and they said nice things about us and how we love dogs and things like that. So uh, get your pre-orders at 98kupd.com. We're going to load up and have some fun uh, on Wednesday night from 6 to 8 over at the Tempe Four Peaks, which should be Great fun for us getting rid of that beer and helping out the Humane Society. That's all we care about. And again, it's birthday boy month. One more day. July is over. And for Kirby's birthday, which is today. All we ask for uh, you, if you want to do something nice for uh, the birthday. Toledo's birthday was July 20th. Mine was the 26th. If you could help us out by just getting a six-pack of Cha-Ching Chavez. Help out the Humane Society. That's the gift that we would like. It's also their last day of the month of uh, uh, free adoptions. Because the Bissell Corporation. Oh, that's right. That. Bissell kicked in. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that helps out a lot. They need that. Uh, it's time now. Wait, that's the wrong thing. Hold on. Nobody changed me out. And there isn't a new one. Uh, oh, yeah, there wing is. Wing it. Look at that. Oh. It's like one. one it, yeah, do it live. Like, All right. I'm going to have it. We'll do it live. All right. Uh, the Braid Report is brought to you by Hooters. Uh, you can head to Hooters for scrumptious seafood specials like a dozen oysters for twenty ninety nine or a pound of snow crab legs for just twenty two ninety nine. It's a seaworthy summer. Are they doing seafood towers at Hooters? Oysters yeah, and crab, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I was at Buck and Ryder on uh, Thursday or Wednesday, and uh, the seafood tower there, the Camelback, is two hundred and fifty-five dollars. So if you go to over to Hooters, you can nickel and dime that and get you know pretty much the same damn thing. Get a seafood tower over there at Hooters. You're not spending two fifty plus tax and tip. I think it's up to about three hundred and sixty dollars before, and you just had a couple crab. You got to share it with people. You get that. You spend that at Hooters. You're going to get a seafood pyramid. Oh. <laughs> you get your own Hooters, I think, if you start throwing that around. <laughs> you get to eat it off one of the uh, waitresses. Oh yeah. Sometimes they'll let you do that. 
Hooters. Thanks for this Brady report. Not you, Scotch guy. <laughs> not, yeah, no, no, not, not you regulars. You're not touching the ladies. That's against the law, and you both know it. It's the only place in the world where there's like 10-foot restraining orders. <laughs> uh, Brady, go ahead, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Mutt Day. Love the mutts. Got some mutts at my house. Love them. A couple of basis fun facts. The biggest property theft in history happened in 1990. Well, Two men dressed as cops stole $500 million worth of art from the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston. Wow. The case is still unsolved. In Boston. <laughs> Your cousin from Boston. It wasn't Tommy. Dress as cops. We'll get this done. The word teenage has only been around since the 1920s. Really? Well, tweens started like 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. What did they call them before? Just adults. They were working. Before 1920, you were a teenager. Kids. You were you were the kid next to me at the steel factory. You were working. You were just another body helping Co-worker, out. Co-worker, I think, yeah. is what they called those. Yeah. You're, you're out of the sixth grade? Grab a shovel and get to work, son. We got coal to shovel. Florida is the only place in the world where alligators and crocodiles live together. In perfect harmony. I didn't. I didn't side know, by side. I didn't know they had crocs. Is this ebony and ivory now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are two people named Harrison Ford with stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. No. Huh? Two people named Harrison Ford with stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like one is Harrison Ford. Who's yep. the other? The other one is a silent film star in the early 1900s. Named Harrison. They Ford. aren't related. Right. Well, is Harrison Ford the? The one we know. Is it his name? I thought The his, famous one? Yeah, I thought yeah, he I think, changed uh, his name. His real name is Shlomo. They did change his name. <laughs> think, well, no, I think someone wanted to change his name. He has no? a story that yeah, someone wanted to change Harrison because they said it sounded too you know, highfalutin. You couldn't be like a hero every man. Or did he do the middle name thing? I watched him on an interview with Conan O'Brien. Uh, Conan's podcast. He was hilarious, by the way. There's the other Harrison, Harrison Ford. Right. Yeah, see, I can play anything. <laughs> I'm practically a mime. I'm a superstar. Hit her right in the puss. <laughs> we declare that it's Harrison Ford Day. From this day forward, and no other Harrison Ford shall ever be better than this particular Harrison Ford. Isn't that true? Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. Yay for Harrison Ford. What's got that? my star. What's that then? Oh, never mind. There's a better Harrison Ford out there in the future. So long, Harrison. I wonder if he was named after that Harrison Ford. Like his parents were big fans or something. Nope, Harrison Ford is his name. That's his name. And then they, he said that somebody wanted to change his first name to something else. And he's like, nah. But they, they tried real hard to convince him that Harrison was a bad idea. A poll found that 47% of us now avoid a store if it doesn't have a drive through What? The top reasons is we, pref- we prefer them um, because you don't have to get out of your car, and it's faster in a our store, right. like a grocery store, or? curbside pickup, and things like that. I don't oh, know. They don't I have drive-through. Top yeah. things uh, drive-throughs are fast food and coffee. Yeah. A lot of people use them for banks and pharmacies now. Hmm. Yeah. Think about that if you. This is interesting. <laughs> Someone did a poll on asking what color are tennis balls. Fifty-five percent of people say the regular tennis balls are yellow. Thirty-eight percent said green. 
seven percent aren't sure. I thought green. <laughs> yeah, but just guess. I, don't, I just down. don't Gen- get the people that won't commit to an answer yeah. on a simple question like what do you, what color are tennis balls? Well, I, I'm not. I, 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 leave me alone. Maybe they've never seen guess. Oh, then, you know, then, wh- like, where have you interviewed? Did they yeah. just come out of the sea? Like, you've never seen tennis to the point where you're not sure what a tennis ball looks like? <laughs> but more than half of Gen Zers, 52%, so they're, they're green. They think that yellow is more of a green. Yeah, on, I think on the pen, if you get a pen tennis balls, it says optic yellow. They're yellow. Well, you're the you're the tennis guy. What is it? They're what yellow. It says optic yellow. Well, okay. it doesn't matter but what it's it yellow. says. Like, they're yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Like you they went from white to yellow. You don't need to look at it and read what color the can says. They're yellow. Well, Wimbledon only went to yellow balls in, like, in the 80s, ago. right? Yeah. It was white before that. Oh, a few years ago? I thought it was 70s. in the 80s. 70s and 80s. Yeah, oh, okay. late 70s, 80s. That's not that These long white ago. tennis balls? Yeah. No, no kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. Bad for TV. Mm. And it's still uh, all white, the clothing. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Sometimes. And uh, players will get... Well, they um, actually, this year, one of the girl pros went out in a qualifying match, and they made her to go back Change in. Change her clothes. Yeah, for warm-ups. Bef- hours right. before. Yep. Tradition. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, apologies to this guy. Uh, John, goddammit, I just found out my grandfather passed overnight. Oh, sorry. And I just tuned in, and what are you efforts playing? No more tears. You guys get me. Thanks. I love you. <laughs> oh, we try. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Dry him up and get to work. That's what your granddad would have wanted. He was one of those tough old men. That's right. He didn't shoot loads of Vietnamese so you could cry all day exactly. the day he died. Move on. <laughs> That's right. Grandpa's gone. I'm sorry for your loss. Now, those fries aren't going to cook themselves. <laughs> sorry for your loss, man. There's a neighborhood in New Jersey that recently lost its ice cream truck. After someone complained about the music, a Mr. Softy truck was driving around playing its jingle like it always does. Sure. Somebody found it annoying. It happened in Blackwood, New Jersey, near Philly. <laughs> nice. I was thinking <laughs> someone else who lives in the neighborhood got on Facebook. They said Mr. Softy has disappeared. The neighborhood got together. Killed the person that complained, and the Mr. Softy truck is back. No, they didn't. They got together and they said, look, we got one complaint. Is that your improv move? (laughs) Killed him. Mr. Softy. And it was uh, in the middle of the day. It wasn't like at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So they got a hold of the local I mean, it's like if he's playing something, like if he's just rolling through. Oh, God, I hate when this guy drives back. And then family feud thing the whole time. There is the jingle. I forgot. I'm not. That's the one I always like. I would think. Yeah. Brady had an ice cream truck for a while. Hey, guys. Sorry, we're running low on product. uh, It's been a hot day for the old driver. My ice cream truck. Well, we didn't have one in the neighborhood, but there would be one. It'd be Brady, 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 B R A D Y. (laughs) I just came singing to you. I just pull up in your driveway. Mr. Softy. Apparently, it's got lyrics. Oh, it does? Softy, the soft ice cream man. It's creepy. The creamy, creamy, soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy. Very fresh and delightful. That's horrible. I don't like that at all. <laughs> the guy comes Play out of the Halloween thing. Again, or I like the Exorcist thing better. <laughs> the guy comes out of the ice cream truck with a machete. <laughs> I don't, yeah, this hey, is kids. clearly a better version. 
I want some ice cream. I want it to be great. Or ever bring me goddamn Frank Stallone ice cream. You're getting Bob Pop from uh, Frank. Yeah. Are you kidding? Neighborhood Philly? Maybe. Oh, God. Water ice! Water ice! Rocky's favorite! It's his training ice! Who wants a water ice? They're talking about the old push ups. There's no easy way out. Come on, Cherry Hill, it's hot out. Water ice! And you know that it'd be like, hey, you want a bomb pop? All right, hey, this one's melty. There you go. <laughs> I got it. I got the melty off. Water ice. Look at all the water ice. <laughs> in Bandon, Oregon, a landlord was arrested Thursday night after threatening one of the, his tenants with a firearm. The uh, landlord, 73-year-old James F. Deathrage. <laughs> That's isn't a Deathrage. I have friends named Deathrage. Yeah, it is yeah. Deathrage. Yeah, but That's I still cool like to call them Deathrage. It's great. Guy said he came to his place to get him out of the apartment. By the way, my apologies to Philadelphia. Because Seattle after yesterday and uh, Philly's moved up ahead of Seattle on the list. Seattle's just ahead of Tucson and Toledo now. Visually stunning place. But it's crawling with roach people. Needs an exterminator to get through there. Reindoctrinate people. Such a beautiful place to live in. That one lady wrecked everything about your city. In uh, British Columbia, there's a real estate agent that got in trouble. He was uh, there at the house. He's getting ready to show a couple of his clients. Got there a little early. Uh, Said he was dehydrated, according to the report. But he he reached into the refrigerator, took the uh, gallon of milk carton, opened up the lid, and took a swig out of it. They have a video in the uh, $20,000 fine. Good. Whoa. Mike Rose. By the way, the video, he's just ch- chugging on that milk and then puts it back in the... Travis, uh, his name is Steinheiser, <laughs> has a great point. He goes, how the hell would you think the tennis ball is green? It's played on grass. We have a green ball to match right. the grass. That would be yeah. really hard to play. Well, they play on clay too, don't they? Yeah, but I mean, you know, most of the time, Not clay always. is green. Yeah, other than the uh, f- a lot of French times Open is, is yeah. a red clay, but, but U.S. Here, Open surface is green also. Everything's yeah. green. Like you, and if some I are, said, and some are blue. Some are blue. If I, yeah. well, okay, but if I said picture a tennis court, you're not going okay. Well, there's a blue one and a bright. You're going to picture right. the green. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Green tennis. I was having a, a green football. Uh, there's a self-described Christian woman, a grandmother, who uh, was at Cedar Point in Ohio. Oh, H! Okay. She uh, got in trouble because she called a child a brat and a fat ass and then pushed him off his floating <laughs> point. <laughs> She's gonna... I am a Christian nice. woman! Yeah. <laughs> Good. Carrie Lake went to Cedar Point. That's awesome. Don't do it. There. Not today. Dog shot of the day. <laughs> yeah, oh, if, uh, you want to watch me disappear? It's gone. I think I've got polyps. Uh-oh. Yeah, she's... Uh, her face, I don't care Christian or otherwise, that face is like, don't mess with me, no matter what she believes in. Whoa. That is a rough woman. Whoa. She's got a little Mickey Rourke He's look in to the her. lazy river, I guess, irritating her a little <laughs> yeah, bit. She looks kind of like the wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Don't mess with her. How about this nightmare? A ride called Music Express. Malfunction. It's like that. Uh, 
it's that carnival ride that you sit in the cars and it goes in circles. Yeah. Kind of elevates and they have music and then they'll reverse it. For like three-year-olds. It's the no, dumb it's ride. one that goes really fast. Oh, okay. I don't know that one. The other one, I think they call it like the uh, Snowball Express. Whoa, I don't think anybody should call yeah. it. But Brady, you have <laughs> not been around. You get the, hang around you with a lot of gay people. Cart, and then you get in back. And then, right, and eventually you're, yeah. you end up swallowing what the guy in front of you did. Well, this Music Express malfunctioned. It was a park in uh, New York City last weekend. People were stuck doing the circles in reverse until maintenance cut the power. The emergency off button oh. didn't work. And they're saying well, there it, it lasted over 10 minutes <laughs> backwards. Is that a food city? <laughs> it's a food city parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> and they are going backwards at about 25 miles yeah, an hour. You can't yeah. play the audio because the, the yeah, guy recording it. is like, oh, man, look at that. <laughs> it is not stopping. Oh, it's. <laughs> and it's, you know, sadly, it's mostly black people. So probably some hillbilly thought, we're going to go back in time. <laughs> and a couple of parents are there still trying to wave at their kids, like saying, it's okay. Don't worry. Welcome to my wacky time machine. <laughs> you, y'all stay do. on the ride. Of yeah. course, stay on the ride. That is, where are they? Food City. Parking that is, lot. A, that is whatever a, it is. That's in, a, yeah. where'd you say it was? They said an amusement park in New York. Nothing amusing about Let's this. Let's see. That's except for if you're not on it. Playland Park. And Rye. I gotta Can somebody just pull a plug? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to be electricity, right? Wait. What's the problem? Why did that take 20 minutes? Got to wait for a, this guy with the toolkit, John. Oh, man. There were some angry people getting off oh. of that. Hit the Is circuit he? breaker. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, just turn they the whole... way too much money in the Midway games. There it goes. They're going to lose some money Scams. on this one. And it still takes a while to, all right, the lights are off. What happened? It finally, it finally yeah. slows up a little bit. Uh, I would like to talk to you, Lord. My internal organisms are all over the place. <laughs> the, the hiker got their yeah. organs. I was spun, and I believe my internal organisms are down inside my feet. Listen, Rico. Uh, I'm going to stand here until you give me at least my money back for this farce. Of a carnivalous ride that I will never be on again. Because <laughs> I assume if you go to a food city uh, thing, one of those carnivals, uh, Parking your IQ carnivals. is just a little bit below a country music fan. So, when Kerber was really young, we went to that one that was in the bashes on Why? And then she wanted to do a ride, and I'm like, well, she can get in uh, three no. of these, but the penguin's broken. What happened? So one out of the four animals that you ride is broken. I'm like, <laughs> no, Kirby, you're not still, getting on that. Yeah. I was going to say, what year did she start saying, we're doing this? And you were like, pull over. She wants to go to the Bash's Fun House. And they always, just, it's a fundraiser just, to help a high school. The other day, Kirby said something to me when she was here in the building. And she said, uh, can I have one of these? And I said, no. And she just looked at me. And I said, no, not that. What's the word? What's that first word you're saying? And I said, no. And she went, how do you spell that? No. I, am I saying it right? No. Oh, what does that mean? I asked your dad. <laughs> See, you, you've been letting her dictate your car rides the whole way. Bashes carnival. You're better than that. She tells me all the time, no means yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pull over at the Bashes carnival. You got it. You're four. You're calling the shots. <laughs> Hook a Louie there, pops. <laughs> I got a couple of pretty 
videos? All right. First one is some hot dog on motorcycles, but they don't get to hot dog quite as much. Oh, there's our because a guy gets broadside by some, a, a a deer or a gazelle. He's the Kawasaki. They're on a it's little a doe. dirt ride. They're going to someplace fun. He's standing up. He's just doing a basic stand up ride there on his. Went to a beautiful vineyard. No, and then a, a deer just <laughs> jumps right into his chest. <laughs> All right, oh, The deer's rib, well, everybody. Just everybody's ribs are broken. That was a. Picture Fortunately, I was hardly hurt, and my dirt bike has also gotten only minor oh, Stephen Hawking. That now. was my worst accident with my dirt bike, I don't and know. I still can't believe what happened. I just want to see. Yeah, that's a pretty good shot. A deer comes out of nowhere. Yes. Oh, he hates that guy. Boom. Next one's a guy on another uh, barge. Oh, he's up on one of those. Pulling the rope in, the, tying the line in. And these looks, rope I'm videos. trying to figure this, this one out. This is not a barge. This is like a merchant ship. This is a I don't big know one. What this is. But yeah, he's these rope videos for sailors in these giant boats. And he's just. Oh! <laughs> the rope broke and sliced that him in half. Guys, guys in, he's done. Or it caught, right? It's, yeah, it comes from the other side, either the knot. I love the music. This is. Oh, oh. oh yeah, he's dead. There's no way he lived oh. through that. That rope is huge. <laughs> And this is the worst ice cream truck music I've ever heard in my life. Hey, kids. Bomb pops. Fudgicles. Push-ups. Pure excitement. Creamsicles. Strawberry stuff for the gay kids. <laughs> it's Peter Steele's ice cream truck. The last one is uh, wrapping up Shark Week. Evidently got big ratings, by the way. I don't know if this was on there, but this is a, one of the shark cages, and a great white actually gets oh. in there. Sure enough. He opens the door. And look at the guy. The guy in the boat pulling up. Now they're like, we can't do anything. Oh, jeez. That's just part of it, isn't it? Like, is there someone in there? Yes. What? Oh, that thing oh, 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 there's a lot of blood. There's so a lot of blood. It, it finally pulls out of there, and the guy comes out unscathed. Is there anybody in there? Well, there isn't any more. Nobody's in the cage. Oh, my God. That had to be the worst feeling in the world as a shark gets out of the cage and Just no man does. Crazy. Well, that's what you get, no, wait, though. mate. There is someone in there. But that's part of it. It has to be um, the is reason we watch. Is the Brody yeah, in there? Or what? Yeah, the reason we watch. There's a guy. I swam out of this broken cage. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger cage. Is this part of the deal? Yeah. Uh, you guys know I quit, right? Yeah, right? You guys know I'm done. Okay, it's your turn, Travis. Dick. You said that cage was good. <laughs> F this, bro. I'm out. Yeah. You want to go back in again? The guy who made it made the submersible. He said it was great. Could have sworn it was a bit of material. Turns out it's paper mache. No to self. All right, who assembled the cage? Don't skimp on the aluminum. aluminum. <laughs> I love how they say that there. That one's for aluminum. I'm like, what'd you just say? What, what? Aluminium. What are you saying? Aluminium. Aluminum? My yanks. I think I'm doing it right. I think you're doing it. Aluminium. Aluminum. One of us is wrong. <laughs> One of us. All right, Brett, what do you got? All right. I think we've seen a couple like this before, but uh, these guys have come up delivering something, you know, Amazon or what have you. All right. Most dogs don't like that. Oh, he gets eaten by a dog. This is great stuff. I like uh, 
Oh, he's gonna flip out with the heat. Press a canario. That thing wow. is. Wow. Hey, by the way, it's stunning. It looks like the Aikis. That thing's 200 pounds. It's got bigger size than Michael Phelps. Oh my god. <laughs> man boy. Fluffy man boy. <laughs> Called it man boy. That, that's it's it's man like of it. war. Let's let's watch again and listen for the name All of right. the murderous. He jumps to the glass like a movie. dude was dashing. All he was trying to do was take a picture. <laughs> He's seen the way he dashed out of there, though. Man. Yeah, he's a door dasher Ooh. now. I'm a door sprinter. <laughs> Impressive. The dog didn't even go for anything in the no. food. Well, he, no. he did go for food his down. size. Yeah. He, didn't want, he didn't want that, whatever that, you know, sushi roll he was dropping off. And uh, this one's, uh, look out for motorcycles when oh, you're driving a truck. Big truck. Little bike. He can't see him. He's too close. He's going right over the top. Oh! 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 It's a truck. Oh, he rode the front end of the truck. That is way too heavy. He was too close to the uh, front to where the driver, he couldn't see straight down. Oh, this guy gets Man. right in front of it. No. Oh, oh! oh God, that's oh, horrible. And that's his helmet. <laughs> oh, his helmet just bubbles yep. off. That guy took pride in his truck, too. That thing was good-looking truck. Brand new. I haven't seen a front end like that, ever. Wow. Oh, Brett, that's a solid one. one. Yeah, motorcycles don't get that close to cars and fro. Oh, this, uh, this guy's math. got an accident. Yeah, we're on the freeway. Oh, we saw this one. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, we, I remember okay. it. This guy remember gets this. cleaned up. Oh yeah, no, uh, nah, oh, no question. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh my goodness. Way dead. Box. I truck. think that's the day you were out. Oh okay. But either way, we can revisit. There's, there's a guy in a rascal. Guy down the shaft. What the? There's a guy in a rascal. Yeah, there's a guy getting on an elevator in a rascal, and well, there's no elevator. What kind of elevator is that? <laughs> you just push. I don't know. It's the express elevator. Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, oh, two kids, oh, three, three kids three. under a Hyundai. Oh, 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 they're just bubbling, and she parked. <laughs> you can't go. Keep going. A typical broad driver. Oh my god! Wow. What are two kids sitting in the entryway yeah. of a parking garage for anyway? They kind of deserve that. It's like being in the shark cage. That's what she said. <laughs> well, they, they, they were doing look, there? they were Asian kids. It's an Asian woman driving. They were going to get hit by a car eventually anyway. <laughs> happens to Circle all of them. Of life. It happens to all of them. Teach them a lesson. It's the ultimate Darwinian place to live. An Asian woman will run you over in an Asian country. It's whether or not you survive. It's amazing that there's a billion people over there. They kept driver's license on the right hands for a long time. <laughs> there you go, everybody. That. Is your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98KUPD.com. Cruising through this Monday, a glorious Monday. Finally, the one day of the month that it will not be. Over 110 degrees, and that's 108, and we're celebrating. <laughs> Picnic. Yeah, just get outside, just roll around in it. It's just nice. You know what? Take your shoes off and walk around on the concrete. Here's a great story I can tell you about uh, my neighbors, my, my gay neighbors, Michael and Troy. Got a letter the other day. I got some construction going. They've had construction at their house for a year and a half, two years. 
and we've known this for a long time. Michael is a busybody. I love him. I think my neighbors are awesome. Get a letter and a visit from the city to my house. And it's an inspector of some sort saying, we're here about the blight in the front yard. Uh, the neighbors have complained about your front yard. My front yard is nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, with the construction changes, and it hadn't even started at this point when the complaint was made, I had my blue bin on the side of the house. Not, it wasn't visible to anybody but Michael and Troy. And I'm like, blight? Like, well, they say there's a lot of garbage and stuff. I'm like, there's none. I said, walk around. Inspector comes back. I don't see any reason for this. This is an odd complaint. But uh, I don't know. I'll register this to see what's going on. So I text. I'm like, hey, gays. <laughs> he didn't have to make some sort of weird complaint to the city. You're the only other house in the cul-de-sac. You... And, uh, and he's like, no, we didn't do that. And uh, I'm like, all right. And then later, Troy, the nice one, says, uh, well, we did say something about, like, there was a bunch of cardboard, uh, like, whipping around in the uh, neighborhood, and we thought somebody did it. So we added that address. And I'm like, uh, take a look at what you did. My house. They put my address down as the blight of the city. So I own the gays now because they're horrified that they blamed us for neighborhood blight. I haven't even heard that. I haven't either. And I told Michael, I'm like, stop calling the goddamn city on people who drop an Aquafina bottle and try to get them thrown in jail. We live in a neighborhood without an HOA for a reason. So you gays, I'm on to you. Blight in the city. Yeah, you can call. I didn't know that either. You can call the city and anonymously anonymously report a neighbor for something you don't like what they got going on in the front yard. And he didn't. He wasn't trying to point any person out. So we're texting, like, we've got, you know, a couple uh, numbers for people across the street and next to us that aren't the gays, uh, just in case, like, dogs get loose and things like that for them and us. And we're texting everybody, like, hey, you guys didn't happen to make a complaint about us. And you know what they said? Probably those gays. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows. (laughs) You're out. You're outed. You're out again. We just keep outing you every step of your life. You get another thing to be outed about. Two yeah. definitions of blight. Yeah. One's a plant disease, typically caused yeah, you, by you just mildew. Let, you let your garbage. And the other is spoils or damages something that vacant properties yeah. are a blight. Blight. A blight to the, the neighborhood. Yeah, it's a blight. It's a B-L-I-G-H-T. Never. Oh, you never heard the word? Yeah. Oh, no, blight's a word. I knew that. I just didn't know you could complain about it. I didn't know you'd ever use But that's a, totally. A gay guy would say blight. Like, you, if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, there's a bunch of trash in the cul-de-sac. I don't know who's doing it. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. You know, we've got a problem here. There was none. But evidently, there was like some cardboard that had floated over into their yard somewhere like that. On their place, it's being... Oh, no. That was the thing. But he didn't report a person, but he's like, I know who's doing this. And he put our address down, not knowing. He goofed. Oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, quit calling people with blight complaints. Everybody knows it's the gays. Because us straights don't say blight. (laughs) There's blight everywhere. I'm like, that's a gay thing. The gays call blight. So yeah, and they're like, don't, don't rat us out on the air. Oh, don't rat us out to the city. I've got a pulpit too, and I'm using it. Stitches get stitches. It's, been, it's hilarious. And then, and then, like an hour later, Troy's like, "Hey, we had some boxes delivered. Can you grab them off our porch?" I'm like, "No, I'm gonna report you to the city for having that blight on your patio." Oh, my God. And then Troy came over and he goes, I'm so embarrassed. I feel so terrible. I'm like, well, tell Michael to quit. You should. Quit reporting blight. <laughs>
Blight. Get, get some cash out. Then I found out from one of our neighbors that another, they, they named off a bunch of people. They're like, oh, our neighbors have complained about our fence. And it's a brand new house. They rebuilt the whole thing. They complained about our fence because you can see through it. It's a wrought iron gate. They chose a wrought iron rather than a cinder block to, so you can see into their yard a little bit, but it's a big deal. They complained about that. They complained that um, that we've parked uh, sideways in our driveway. They didn't like the way. I'm like, who's doing this? I'm like, I don't know. We got a busybody going. And I'm like, oh. And that the first thing one of the neighbors goes, it's probably the gays. <laughs> like, nice. And I'm like, confirmed. Anyway, blight. I know the word. I would just never look yeah, at my house and say, oh, the blight, because I'm not Shakespearean or gay. Well, I am, but I mean, I'm, I don't use their language yet. <laughs> I think you have to get your cherry pop to start using those kind of words. So I got you. So the people that need to be attacked are those two right now, hilariously, and then my friend J.D., who had a boxing party and paused the fight. I, that's still... That's hilarious. It's the worst. Uh, poor J.D. People are, who know him are emailing going, oh, my God, we're going to kill Jesse today. I'm like... He deserves it. So if you know him, Jade, he works for Hensley. You can get him. You can get him over there too. He says has people over, taking bets in his house, and he paused the fight. It was an hour and a half off time, and we're uh, frankly we're all too stupid. We were having uh, that's proof it was a nice time with fun people because we didn't pay attention to the fact that it was almost ten o'clock and the fight hadn't started yet. And Man, I, it's a little behind. Turned to Joe and I'm like, it's almost one in the morning on the East Coast. This thing hasn't even started yet. Not thinking that the host of the party fell asleep on his remote at four in the afternoon and kept it out and then just hit play and didn't even think about fast forwarding. Oh, when his wife hit that fast forward and we saw that bar with all that gray on it, we're like, you bastard. Hilarious. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, and then I got a, a nice weekend with Adam Ray. Love Adam Ray. If you guys got a chance to go see him uh, at Stand Up Live this weekend, this dude is just as good a person as you can hang out with. I, I've I've grown quite fond of Adam and his uh, crew and his wife, uh, Amanda, and their family. Got to hang out with them a lot this weekend, too. They're just awesome people. Uh, Adam was with us for the Guadalupe replay last Friday. Let's revisit that, shall we? It's the Adam Ray Guadalupe Squares. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's time now for Brady to solve all the world's problems. Damn it all. You've got him. And he's the most moral man in all of Phoenix. And he's going to help you. Listen, the young man cares. It's brought to you by our friends over at MMP Guns. Mo Money Pawn right there at 12th Street and Indian School. If you want to head on over there and uh, check out all they've got to offer in Mo Money Pawn and then sneak back into MMP Guns inside their building is another store. And it is everything you'd ever want from weaponry and uh, guns and everything else. They've got ammo. They've got all that stuff. The classes Brett talks about all the time on how to build your own. Yeah, they're, they're forming some new ones right now, too. Okay. So, yeah. Check them out online. Awesome. Yeah, just go online. Check it all out. M&P Guns right there inside Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School. And it is still uh, Byron's birthday special is still going on all, all the way through. That guy's greedy. It's he just, you birth- know. It's a big birthday. Because he texts me. Birthday you had a months. birthday? Take this. So find Byron when you're in there and say, hey, I'm here for the Byron birthday special. See what he gives you. <laughs> this is birthday like in March or April or something like that. He's been <laughs> pushing this a little bit. Uh, Brady, are you ready? Ready. Let's see if I've got all these right. 
I want to start with this. There's one that I had. I got this last night. Yeah, this is it. I got this last night, and I had to do some research. I didn't know anything about this. I want to see if you do. All right. Says, and this is a weird one, because at first I thought, oh, this guy's just wasting my time. But then I started to realize he's not. Uh, my girlfriend and I got into a huge fight, Brady. We broke up, uh, and she's pregnant with my kid. So it's been back and forth yelling and screaming about what's going on. She sent me a video of her, incredibly mad at me, eating papaya. I'm coming to you to see what you would do about this. If my baby's dead or mentally impaired, I'm not kidding. How would you deal with this? I'm going crazy. I don't want to tell anyone because I don't want them to think I'm insane. Should I call the cops or report this? She's trying to kill my kid. I've listened to you guys for 10 years. You make me laugh and you make me think. If your wife was trying to get revenge on harming your unborn baby by eating papaya, what would you do? Uh, I live in Kingman, so it's okay if no one uh, uh, that or if anyone hears my name, Rick. Papaya so, is a bad thing. Uh, yeah, Evidently, like, papaya yeah, so will kill a, a baby. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Oh, okay. Note to self: keep papaya at the house. You looked into it. Yeah. So it can it it's you have to eat quite a bit, but papaya. And here's the thing: healthy papaya, good papaya, no big deal. But if it's got anything wrong with it, like if it's old or it's risky. It can cause, like, mental damage to a baby. So she knows this. That's not really getting rid of the baby. Well, it's messing stuff why up. Would you, like, yeah, why would so you? So clearly they say, I think he thinks everyone knows this. I had no idea that papaya can. I know that feta cheese is something, like, pregnant ladies get weird about. But, you know, I'm never going to be around one long enough to care. I'm not feeding a pregnant lady. Yeah. But papaya, I had no idea. So evidently, it can be bad. And there's some, clearly, they've gone to a class together where the doctor said, these are the foods you can't have. This one will make its head explode and whatever. But now she's doing it on purpose to get him to see if it, you know, like, this is your baby. Like, she's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, What would you do, though? Do you report it? Yes. There's nothing to report. She's eating, call the cops and say, my pregnant girlfriend's eating papaya. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, the fact, like us. The yeah, fact that she's, uh, I don't know, you know she's healthy. It's it's worth calling and checking into. And I was like, look, can I run this by you? Yeah. Got a pregnant ex-girlfriend. But you have to wait till it's born. she sent me a video of her, you know, eating papaya. And papaya, <laughs> no bad like papaya can person. damage a baby. Do I have anything? How? What, what do I no, do? No, because the damage is either going to be done or not done. So, I, like, do you call her OBGYN or a doctor and say she's sending me videos eating papaya? Yeah. What are so the, there's what, no legal ramifications her, to that. It's her body, her choice. I understand that. And so, I, I want them. What is her mission Crazy. there? What does she want it, trying to get out of you by. Cry, cry. She's almost hurting herself physically. Right. She's bananas. What do you do, though? They all are. What would you do? Again, I would call an authority or a doctor or someone to. Could you do the um, um, child protective services? Is it too soon for that? I I don't know. You know, we could call in and say this person's gone nuts. Yeah, but there can't be anything on the books saying a pregnant lady eating papaya is something any any government. I don't know about group can get involved. I looked it up last night. It's real. I don't know how much you have to eat, and you have to eat a specifically bad thing that, like a thing that grows on papaya. And for the most part, they're like, "Ah, it's no big deal. You'll be all right." But if it is bad, it can be very damaging. 
Like they do know that papaya is linked to like goofy birth problems. I'm nuts. So is feta cheese. But, I remember. But there's people that. Uh, so you're saying everyone that grows up on the island where the papaya is growing <laughs> and it's part of their staple diet. I don't know if that's. I don't know. I don't know about is. that. Where's the papaya staple? Yeah, you can't dodge it. I think you're thinking of just island grass skirted people that only eat papayas. No, just anywhere that, that is grown. I'm, I mean, they sell it. I think I have, but I can't. I don't know what it tastes like or anything. Yeah, well, because you know why? It makes you stupid. You forget immediately everything you've done. I didn't know this. Look into the papaya thing more, and then <laughs> I'm tell, if she's gone crazy, then you maybe there's something to report there. You can't think there is. This one stymied me. When I read it, I'm like, I wonder what Brady would do. All right, this guy says, record it, send it to a cop. It's infant abuse. But is it if it's not an infant yet? Now we're into that argument. Now we get Roe versus papaya. It's I mean, nothing uh, into what if the baby I, comes I, I out I don't complete? think it's a bad idea to document everything okay. that's happening here, in, in fact. Because even if you have that, you know, she sent that video and she's saying she's doing it or showing it. Like, but maybe she's thing. not. Or, so you get the cops involved, right? Let's say you get the cops involved. Uh, she goes through a little bit of a I would go to her family first. Sure. But they're going to... That's what I think he was saying. I don't want to tell other people. They'll think I'm crazy. You show the video to somebody, and they're like, all right, she's eating papaya. They, and let's say somebody does go and say she's put her in a nut house. The baby comes out just fine. Now she's suing you for harassment and everything else. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Well, and then, yeah. Kyle says she can kill the kid if she wants. It's her body, her choice. Remember... It's always the horse choice. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. That's exactly... <laughs> Kyle's on the same page as I am. I like Kyle. Never heard of that. Never. I knew I was... So I, he must be, you know, he, he also must want the kid. Absolutely. Really bad. And that's maybe what the argument is deep down. Yeah. Like, she might have been can't like... control that. Why'd you break up? There's so many questions here. Yeah. But that's a real weird way to try to get somebody upset. And who broke up with who? It's If I had to guess, my intuition's telling me... That he was like overlording, overlording her pregnancy. He was like, you can't eat that. Don't touch that. Don't do that. They started scrumming about things. Because she went right to the card of like, see, look what I can do now that I don't have you in my life. I'll eat the things you made me not touch. I, I don't even know what papaya looks like, to be honest with you. Yeah, you need, I have no idea. Yeah, this guy said, Joey's right. So she's eating papaya to hurt the baby. But doesn't she realize she's going to have to take care of it, too? Oh, maybe not. That's what a papaya looks like. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I would throw that out. It looks like uh, it looks bugs, like in bugs inside yeah. of a cantaloupe. No thanks. Blech. It's got a lot more seeds yeah, in it. It looks like an like abortion. A, ma- a mango wow. with seeds. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I don't know. Brady's right. Like, there's countries that... I'm, I'm Brady's right. There's probably some third world country that <laughs> only eats papaya. Well, it's a part, a staple sure. part of their diet. I don't know where that would be a staple. Maybe. Doesn't DeAndre... Does he eat a lot of papaya? Mangoes. Or is You're that... Oh, it's mangoes. mangoes. Okay. No, I always say mangoes that he eats. Okay. But I don't even know where papayas grow. I'm sure it's tropical. South America? I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing. It seems like a South American fruit. <laughs> now that I know that I get a time machine and go back, I'd be a whole lot... More cavalier about condoms. Like, ah, who cares? I'll feed you papaya. We'll get rid of this thing. Uh, Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. They grow 95% of them. No kidding. They're almost all Hawaiian. Mm. 
but they're also produced in California, Texas, and Florida. So there's no place All that right. it's so a nowhere near like, South. Yeah, and it's a, yeah, we didn't know. Well, we're right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and it's an amazing thing that the guy even. Oh, I got an email. Is it safe to eat papaya during pregnancy? Okay, it says yes. It's this is what I read yesterday. Yes, it's safe to eat it during pregnancy as long as it's ripe. But if it's unripe or semi-ripe, it's not safe. It can uh, rich in a substance called latex. That's what keeps you from having. Uh, studies show that its concentrated latex may trigger uterine contractions. Papaya is one of the hot foods that cause excessive heat in the body. Should be avoided during pregnancy. Uh, eating papaya can cause miscarriage and premature labor. Who knew? Look at us teaching, folks. Yeah. So the Hawaiians have been growing papaya to feed to the howlies. <laughs> You'd think the pregnant howlies. <laughs> They're growing them. It's not the mess that's getting everybody. It's been papayas. I don't know. Doesn't seem like we're on the fast track of papaya killing babies. You know, it's not like a yeah. big It's uh, a new TikTok trend. <laughs> pregnant ladies eating <laughs> Kind of reddish green papaya. Uh, dear Brady, it's weird. That's a weird. That might that be is the weirdest weird. one I, we've ever gotten. I got it last night. I was, I was looking. I was I'm like, wait, what the? I don't like that. I can get my emails on my phone now. Mike set that up for me, and I'm not a fan of that because I <laughs> check it every once in a while. I'm like, I regret this immediately. I was having a nice night. Now I got to worry about papayas killing infants. Uh, dear Brady, I was on a date with a girl the other night. Had dinner. Walked the Biltmore Mall. And then back to her place for a good hosing. Noise. You wrote noise, not me. Uh, took her out again a couple nights later. Dinner, my place, hosing, noise. Next day, hosing before she left the house. And she said, I want this every day, all day. And I said, yes, I want the same thing. You know, dirty passion talk from somebody who just can't stop hosing. Uh, later that day, she comes by again. Immediately, hose, noise. I fall asleep. I woke up. She was naked. Awesome, hose, noise. After she went back to the closet when we were done and came out with her clothes on, walked into the kitchen. I had gone to sleep after the last hosing, and evidently she went to her car and brought in a bunch of her clothes and hung them in my closet. Now I don't know what to do. Michael. <laughs> she moved in. That's on him. You're going to run out of zinc she in about two weeks, in. and she moved in. Yep. Oh, no. Third night. So you got two dates. Noise. You, noise. you kept her overnight. Noise. Sent her home for a little while. You didn't realize she was going home to pack. Comes back later that day. Keeps it in her car knowing it's crazy. Hoses. Noise. You sleep. Goes out to the car. Noise. Loads up the, loads up the closet. Wakes you up. Noise. Into the closet to, to, Not nice. to passive aggressively <laughs> show you, I got clothes here. Not noise. Brady, you, you in a pickle. <laughs> you, yeah, Scott Lehman. Yeah, Scott Lehman. <laughs> You're in a pickle, a pickle, a pickle. <laughs> what do you do? It's going to be, uh, you know, uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. The eviction's going to happen pretty quick. You're right. Box that. It's just going to be tough. Right now. It's Monday. I don't know how long it's been going on. Box that up and say, oh, no, 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 no. We're not moving things into each other's places yet. I like hosing you. Noise. <laughs> But I'm not doing this. Not ready for that. We're we're not keeping things at each other's place. Early, rather, because, and then if it ends, uh, trust me, it's it's good. And also, because it's only going to get worse. Yeah. The, uh, if she she understands and says, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm moving in too early. There's a discussion involved before somebody brings over hangers of clothes. (sighs) Right? 
there's a good chance that host hound could have been kicked out of her apartment. She doesn't have, she can't afford it. Oh, no, he it. went to her place. Oh, okay. That's yeah, the thing. The you don't time. bring a broad to your that house. That doesn't mean you're just posing. Not, not that early. That doesn't no. mean rent is house. running out. But it sounds like he was liking it a lot. Took her back to the house. Noise. <laughs> I like when guys write that. N-O-I-C-E. And the noise, noise. ratio is still nine to one to oh, not yeah. noise. Well, you're not talking. You're having little moments that yeah. just lead to boner. It's town. all physical. And, yeah, and then yeah, now she's she revealed the little individual personality thing. She's crazy, which is why you're having such a noise time with her. She's nuts. She's doing the audition. She's looking to clamp. Oh, she yeah, she's stu- she's Neil Armstrong in your house. There's a flag in your house, and she put those clothes in there, thinking now he can't have anybody but me here. You're screwed, pal. Nip it in the bud, Andy. Because they'll see girl clothes in your closet. You're screwed, pal. Box it up and tell her, look, you don't move things into the house. We need to talk about that. And then hose her. Noise! And then get back into that conversation about the clothes. And stop writing noise on letters to me. Noise. Or fall in love. Let it ride. Let her, let her in, man. Enjoy the ride. Open the door. Let her in. But I go the other way. She could have a lot of clothes. This is basic As long as, you know, she's going to be a rabbit boiling on the stove it's, when you come home one day. She's crazy. But, yeah, you can't. You, you, somebody who does that. I mean, the trickery women have of leaving earrings or something like that or a belonging. She mapped out. Okay, I'll be back later today. Came in, hosed you to sleep, and then snuck out and got her things and then arranged her closet and then woke you again with more of that stuff. Yeah, she's, this was a, well, like that's she a, and, thought and this In her through. mind, there's a connection. It's premeditated. She's done this yeah, before. But, yes, exactly. And she's also, like, there may be a connection, but she doesn't have the ability to take rejection. So she just forced the issue. She didn't discuss it. Hey, can I move some things in? Like, that's a decent person would say, yeah. if we're going to be doing this a lot, I'm going to need more clothes here. Because, do you mind? Like, we, we can hide them in a drawer. I don't care. But she moved in. She's, she's staking claims. She's bananas. Nice. Yeah. Hose it a couple more times, make, but box that up. Make sure you're up. safe. No. Two. You're done hosing it? I'm done hosing it. Box it up. Yeah, you're in trouble. There's too much cray-cray no, no, going no. on this is, You're in trouble. Guys, trust me on this one. <laughs> this is a good idea. I, I've never lived it, but I think I know what, what with crazy. You box up her stuff, and you thought her audition before this was good? When you tell her to take her things home? Like, you're going to go through a nutty phase of her screaming and yelling. But then when she comes back to like re-audition to try to get back in, it's going to be epic. And get a couple of those nice U-Haul wardrobe nice boxes. Nice you can hang her. You're going to need Scott Lehman because your car is going to be damaged yeah. good. Mark said, I think this is probably the same C-word that's eating the papaya just in a different time frame. Yeah, she's a papaya eater. She's a loony papaya eater. Ooh, what if that's the agenda? She said, next step, she's going to show up at your trailer with her entire family looking for L.A. guy. That's my story. <laughs> oh, and if you try to kick her out, dude, you've made the biggest mistake. Let me tell you about this. She's going to claim rape. You've thrown enough DNA on that body that she's got something. You're screwed. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. you got to let her live with you. You blew it. Game over, pal. Enjoy the ride. Oh. Man. That's why you don't bring him to your house. You don't show you don't show them where you live. No, for man, oh man. 
All right. Here it goes. I'm 45. I'm good looking. I'm successful. And I'm effing awesome. I've been with this. <laughs> this is from a guy named Nice. Nice. might be the same guy. <laughs> I've been with this woman almost two years. She's amazing, fun, beautiful. We get along. Sex is great. Nice. Two kids. Did we do this one before? I don't remember. Maybe I've just read it so many times. Six and 11-year-old kids, though. I want her. I don't want to play that single game, but it's a struggle. My kid's 22, long out of the house. I'm free, mother effer. Uh, do I stay with that? I truly love and cherish uh, everything about us or scram, start over somewhere else. Not going to work with the, uh, you know, if you're not digging the kids. But then and you, you want to go like through them. that again, which is understandable. You don't want to start at yeah, six Yeah, you don't want to start it again. That's why I always say you can't date a single mom because you're not just dating her. It's not mean to the mom. You're being mean to the kids, dragging them to a situation and like, oh, this is a new dad for another couple months. And then you're like, I'm not into this. And the kids have rejection issues forever. And never date a single mom. Moms, single moms shouldn't date. They should be focused in on one thing and one thing only, not dragging their kids to some broke dick's house over and over again, trying to find love. Single moms. <laughs> That's where the single moms have the problem. They're running the guys that are looking for the just hosing. Nice. Right. Well, that's what. See, <laughs> yep. I think personally, single moms should just be looking for hosing until their kids are like seventeen. I don't think they should be out looking for love. And I know yeah, everybody deserves much, love. Blah yeah. blah blah. But there's too much bad. You've got too You're many right, but there's quality too responsibilities to try to do that. In yeah. that. No, so screw that. Like you had kids. Those are your. That's your priority. Uh, you've got 10, 12 years left before. You can start having love. You'll get it again, but right now, don't go dragging your kids in and out of Brett's house or my house or Brady's house. We're not interested in raising your kids. It's rare that that's a there are, good idea. I mean, it's rare. Yeah, it's a you good hear idea. that. There are the guys out there, but it's rare. Yeah, you don't want that. And the guys, you know, and you have to be honest with yourself. If you, I don't want a six and 11 year old around the house. I've already raised kids. You got to cut bait. Or at least tell her, I have no interest in your kids. Whatever we're doing is fun. However long you want to do it, I'm in. But this has an expiration date. Because I can't. So does she. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and in my opinion, it was 11 years ago when that first one came out. But I wouldn't ever date her. You fall in love with all the family. And then she dumps you and the whole family's got to move. Ah, it's too many people. Too many cooks in the vagina. I mean kitchen. <laughs> One vagina that comes with two other people. Ooh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> One vagina that <laughs> shows up with right two on. other people. It's too many people. You got too many people involved. Time to walk. It sounds like you are awesome from your email, so you should be able to walk right through this wall. Nice. Whew. Papaya. I had no idea. Going to serve it every, every time we have people on. Oh, oh, just in case. Yeah. 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 And ladies, now you know that if you're with a guy and the condom broke and he's got like papaya, every guy should, have, every single guy should have a bunch of uh, unripe papaya in his fridge just in case. You know, it's like the day after pill. Plan P. <laughs> I always start my day with a semi fresh papaya if you're interested. Why would I do that? Eat it. You had no problem swallowing stuff last night. Eat it. No. Oh. Deucey's kid will be passing those out next. <laughs> papaya pills. <laughs> That's the plan B pills are. It's like the Spanish fly in the morning. He's just getting those sprouts papaya pills, just pouring them in her orange juice. This tastes like, ugh, it's kind of sour and powdery. Uh, it's the OJ. It's pulp. Just drink it. Uh, there you go, you nutbags. Thanks for making our lives more interesting by 
Telling us about yours. My God. There you go. That's what Brady did, and I'm afraid of all of it. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There you go. A little Pantera for you. The Cowboys are definitely from hell. Pantera is a fun one to do live. If you ever get a chance to scream on stage, do it. Highly recommend effing hostile live in front of a group of drunks. Friday was fun. And uh, again, thanks to everybody who came out there. Friday night, we had celebrities everywhere. The Zoo Girl, Christy, was there. Troy yeah. Hayden from Channel yeah, 10. I was talking to him, too. Uh, Ian Schwartz from Channel 10. Kevin Ray, the Suns announcer. Doug Hopkins, not there. I didn't see him. Here you go. What the? He ran into some issues. He's been lying to me about it the whole time, too. He's like, I was there, bro. I was in the back. I'm like, oh, yeah? Uh, what was your favorite song that we did? Oh, I don't recognize all the songs. I'm like, yes, you had recognized one or two. One or two. And I'm like, what about the Christina Aguilera one? Oh, that was great. I'm like, we didn't do that. He <laughs> lied like crazy. Man. Lies. So, yeah, but it was a, we did have a great time. It was a lot of fun. And the boys in the band were awesome. So Marty and... Uh, Ryan and Chris uh, couldn't thank them enough for all the time they put in. And the guys at Copper Blues were great. Everybody there. Their staff is incredible. It was a lot of fun. So thanks to everybody for popping by and all you listeners who came by and chucked drinks at me the entire night. Uh, my liver uh, in its last few hours is thanking you again. It was a lot of There was a lot of drinking involved. But it was fun. Our parties are fun. Let's have another one. How about Wednesday? We do another one. Not like that, though. <laughs> Let's temper it a little more Can't casual. Do it on a yeah, school night. Well, I could do it on a school night. Yeah, I, I just guess choose. You, you don't know. Stop it. We'll talk about this, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> you're not going to have to worry about ever going through what I went through Friday, and you're probably wise for it. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm missing out by any means, but no, you are. I it had was fun. a blast. Oh, you, yeah, you're missing out. It's a lot of fun, and I was fine the next day. But I feel like I have just as much fun. No, you don't. It's yeah. not even close. No, <laughs> you, you, look this. One of the things parents tell their kids, well, you don't have to have beer to have fun. Yeah, you f- do. It's a lot more fun that way. That's why it's such a successful enterprise. That's why there are buildings built solely to serve you that. It's more fun. I enjoyed a couple of Chichin Chavez. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm talking about <laughs> drinking like a mother f- That's That's fun. <laughs> you can enjoy a nibble and a sip. That's great. But you, Am I wrong, Brett? Absolutely. Yeah. You're dead on with that. Alcoholics are the ones you have to go, you know, you can have as much fun without it. And deep down, we look at each other, that dude's a mess. Don't give him any alcohol. He's no good at it. You, you cannot possibly match the fun. Now, you're like being born blind over there. Yeah. So you're like, I don't know any different. This is my fun level. Okay. But that's why I don't do, a lot more I fun. don't do cocaine. <laughs> but... 25 million people can't be wrong. There's some fun in You're there somewhere. Yeah, fun, I, I'm, missing, I'm missing that fun. Now, addiction, no fun. Long-term effects, no fun. There's something to be said for it or people wouldn't be claim- they wouldn't be, there, there wouldn't be a, a bajillion dollar business south of us if it wasn't fun. It's more fun. Well, you can have just as much fun, little Timmy, if you're not drinking. Little Timmy, your dad's saying that so he doesn't have to bail you out of jail. It's more fun to drink. And we're going to be doing that Wednesday. Can't wait. Now, again, that's why they always say, hey, drink responsibly. Responsible fun. I drank irresponsibly Friday and then some. It was great. So did I. Just had Miss New Booty drive exactly. me home. Exactly. You got a people for yes. that. Exactly. 
So don't jump on me. I'm, I'm saying jumping Wednesday on you. It's not going to be a Friday out. You now it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's on. Oh, it's on now. now. And on. guess what? Guess what? Alligator mouth. We're putting it in you. <laughs> well, then fine. <laughs> right. We're going to get Brady to probably <laughs> his pants on Wednesday. Yes. Well, you don't have to have shut your mouth. Now, you know who I like a little bit more than you right now? That Seattle lady I was talking about earlier. Oh, Big mouth. Whoa. You're bringing that wet blanket and your manhole cover I'll, to my party? I'll poop on the sidewalk. I just called I you the C word. Just if there was a bigger word, I'd use it. <laughs> You'd have just as much fun without it. Oh, boy, boy. This guy. You can have a nice night. It's not as much fun. There's a reason why we don't have Brady's soda parties. It just doesn't happen. Shirley it, Temple parties. Because it wouldn't nobody go. Be like, this is dumb. <laughs> And there's a reason why when things Our are part timers would yeah. There's a reason <laughs> why kids. every single person when things aren't fun goes. I need a drink because they know it's going to change to fun soon with it. The chink job is going to be fun. We'll keep Brady over at the, the teetotaler's lemonade stand. <laughs> we'll all be having fun. Ching Chav is ready to go. Six packs available at 98kupd.com. Get them while you can. Not a whole lot left. Uh, first 98 orders, which I'm not sure that's already been done or not, but just in case, give it a try. You get yourself a free pint glass filled with stuff. Uh, we got that for you, and we're going to be out there Wednesday from 6 to 8 o'clock for a big release party. We can pick up your beer and your pint glass and just hang out with us and have fun. Not drinking at a bar. Mm, no, we're going to be drinking at the bar. Do you mean society bring out dogs again? Yeah, they're gonna. Awesome. Yeah, they're gonna bring out dogs. Kelsey Dickinson was on the news yesterday, and I didn't know they were gonna do that. And I happened to be watching, and she couldn't have been. Uh, she said so many nice things about us, and like she's like, "Oh, the boys over there at the show at Holmberg's Morning Sickness are just awesome to us, and we're gonna do another, and just great." So it was a great little promo, and we couldn't thank them enough. I love the folks over there; they're great people. Oh, and while I'm at it, because I don't care about like. Uh, charity loyalty if it's a good charity it doesn't matter i love the humane society they know that'll do anything for them i also love lost our home pet rescue and uh my sweet sweet ina is a girl who uh we i fell in love with this dog on the picket litter back in january fell in love with her she has eyes people you just wish a human being would look at you the way this dog looks at you when she likes you. It, it's, it's, I showed it to Jen downstairs. I'm like, look at this dog. And she goes, I wish my kids looked at me the way that dog is looking at you. And I'm like, it's, you can see it in the video. Ina, is, uh, Ina got adopted by listeners in, uh, for, from us. They had just lost their dog. They got a new, they got, because Ina's so special, got Ina, took her home. Ina ended up having a heartworm badly. So, like, we can't take it. We just lost our dog. Our kids can't lose another. Like, we can't do this. So they brought her back and said, we just, we can't do this right now. I hope you understand. Totally understood why. Uh, Ina went back in. The doctors over there at Lost Her Home Pet Rescue through donations and everything else immediately got Ina back on. We fixed her up. Did great. She's available again. I, I she's, she's a dog that probably likes just being by herself. She gets along with other dogs, but she's a little picky, but not in a mean way, just a little picky and, not, and, and might be uncomfortable. Introductions are necessary, but this dog's available again. She's off the. She's medically cleared. Um, I've been hanging out with her as much as I can. She's off the pup list. She's off the pup list. She's ready to get back in the field and play. I, I swear to God, I need to know. Ina goes to a good home. This one, uh, uh, there's a lot of them over there that are special. They all need good homes. But certain times I connect. I need. I. I, I we're going to be friends if you adopt Ina. 
Look at losthomepetrescue.org. Please. Somebody special will go get this dog and you'll your eyes will hit her eyes the way mine did. And you'll start singing, you know, Billy Eilish Ocean Eyes to her and on National Mutt Day it would be special. Oh. She's amazing. This dog is just there's just something dopey about her. She's so smart though and just awesome. So, while we're at it, plenty of dogs need homes. Ina hit me in the heart, so this is my personal plea for Ina because I got real close to her, and I want somebody great to have her. So if you're in the market for a dog and you want a special one for your kids, oh, she's just got those fa- that face. That underbite, too. The underbite, and she's kind of funny looking, but she's also those eyes. I swear to God, when those eyes hit you, uh, they're so expressive and so human. But she is, she, is a, she is a special dog. There's something amazing about Ina. And she's been through a ton, and she's all better. I just want her to have a home now. And she loves people. So if you've got a couple of kids and you want to teach, oh, look at her. And As you, a keeper. And you want to teach uh, your kids what being a dog owner is all about and give them the joy of dog ownership as a kid and change their lives completely, then change Enos. This is my heartfelt plea for this dog to be in a good home and keep in contact with me the entire time. I need to know how this goes. I've made friends with uh, uh, Ebeth, who took that dog home from our Chiching Chavez thing a few years oh, ago. Yeah. His name's Holmberg. I get pictures of Holmberg every Thursday. I want that from Ina, too. So please, if you go look at Ina, please. Those people at Lost Her Home Pet Rescue do amazing stuff. She is a perfect example of what? All right. My heart's pounding in my chest. I want this dog, but I can't have her because I know my three-legged uh, pity is, <laughs> we, don't, we don't want the situation to go A lot south. of work. Yeah. She's great with some. I just don't even want to take the chance that they don't get along. And I've got a tense situation. You, it, and it's brutal. It's, it's tense. It doesn't happen. It, it, it's so tense. We had and that then, taste with Tick years yeah, ago. Yeah, you had it. And then you're tense, and the dogs aren't happy, and it's just a bad situation. So if I could take her, I'd do it. So I'm I'm begging someone. Uh, we got the entertainment drill coming up in just a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's too cheap to do it. That's all. It's 9.54 there in the Morning Sickness. It is time for... I heard Brady. that. That's right. <laughs> Brady's going to bring his family and They're going to hear some truths in here. And Brady is... Uh, you're jipping uh, carpet herbs. Get used to it, kid. No, he plays he says that he now. Plays yeah. Yeah. You're, you know, yeah. You're going to have a crying dad in the car handing you cash. I'm sorry. That was all uncalled for. It's her birthday, right? And you said he's yeah. jipping her? Well, because I said for her 15th birthday, it's Kirby's 15th. Right. right? They're going somewhere for after the show, so they're here. And I'm like, Hillstone? You... Just say it. No, no, no. It's not Hillstone. It's oh. Torchy's Tacos. But uh, Brady <laughs> didn't want to foot the bill. I said for your 15th birthday, what you really should want is a couple thousand bucks to start like looking into your own way to invest money for your car in the future. Absolutely. And you get a year. No? I'm looking at him. He's looking at me like I said, uh, why don't you crap <laughs> she in John's made some cash over the weekend. Two How grand? much? Not two grand. That's not, call, and, that's not uh, a gift. That's called earning money. I'm saying daddy should well, hand Bunny's her $2,000. You're Venmoing her money today? Bunny does, yeah. Oh. Bunny Ven- Venmo's you money? Venmo's me, and then I why pass it on. I take my cut, and then I... <laughs> I was right. say, you got a finder's <laughs> I'm the middle man on this. Grandma's sir. gift. It's nice stuff. 10%. That's fine. <laughs> that's right. You got to go through oh, me. So she doesn't send a card. She just sends money to you to give to her. Usually it's a card and stuff. But the last she? time she did uh, Christmas and stuff, she did uh, cash. That's Venmo. great. That's better. Yeah. What kind of cake is Grandma handing out? 
What'd you get? We'll find out. You know, I don't what do you know expect? yet. You got the Venmo. Kirby. Well, I haven't gotten the Venmo. One, two, hundred bucks. That's pretty good. Daddy's two thousand. You're up to twenty one hundred dollars for that Woo-hoo! new car next year. That's pretty. You can make some. You can make some action on that. Get a FanDuel account. Want to quietly lie about your age? Pop that in there. Throw that at about ten grand. Next thing you know, she's driving a better car. Than Double it. Easy. Yeah. Easy bet. Just saying. A good dad would hand you a couple thousand bucks on your fifteenth, getting you ready for sixteen. But some dads just take you to Torchy's Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> We had a party on Saturday. Yeah. Got all sorts of things. Okay. Got some gifts. What'd you get? From us earlier. Got that ear, that ear thing. Yeah. Nobody else gave her anything else? And what was the other thing? We got earbuds and then she has something in her ear. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's something that's in there? Yeah. She hadn't got that yet? Do you want to do it right now? Yeah, the big, the big reveal. Like Would you like to give her the gift right now? The big unboxing give her the gift right now. Let's see the gift. Come on over here, Kirby. Let's get your birthday present live on the air. You're gonna come in here and hang out. We're gonna put Dennis you to work. Daddy, Dennis and Daddy. I see that Ronnie wrote on the card uh, Kirby's name, so it was legible, and she knew it was for her. <laughs> that card might get a little sappy. Don't read the card. All right. Really? I don't know. He doesn't know. He didn't know. buy the card. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know you didn't handwrite anything in there because it would just be like the alphabet like got scrambled. It was like pouring alphabets in a card. Ooh. Oh, what is it? Oh, 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 what do we got? What is it? Bumblebee earrings. It's a bumblebee, bumblebee earrings. Are those earrings? Are you a big bumblebee fan? I like bees. She likes like bees. bees. Okay, I like yeah. bees. <laughs> that wasn't exactly yeah, like, like this. Bees. Might be just the kindest. She's like, why am I getting bees? That wasn't I, why the bee theme. Spent so much time picking those out, Kirby. <laughs> Why the bee thing? Oh, okay. So I didn't get the excitement off for her. I'm just yeah. saying. I like bees, I guess. That's the most excited I've seen. Her. Yeah, starting now, I like bees. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah. yeah. All right. Big hug. Hug it out. Happy birthday. Brady's just like my dad. Oh, what did we get him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Brady and I. You like bees? What's <laughs> with the bee thing? She's well, like, the bees are nice, but cash is better. It's because... Oh, yeah, because um, Uncle John told her. Yeah, cash is much better. And those are nice, but don't get me wrong. I mean, it's more of a tribute to when uh, you were in that Blind Melon video, Brady. I think that's... <laughs> Maybe that's it. That's the memory of why, why she likes bees so much is because Daddy was one in 1993. Anyway, well, that's lovely. Uh, it's time now for the Entertainment Drills. Brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. All the seminars and all the fun. Uh, you know, had another one this last Friday in Chandler, and I understand it went phenomenally. Uh, they got uh, the active shooter one coming up in August. They do seminars all the time, and they're all listed at reactdefense.com if you're interested in going to those. Or if you want to just get involved on a day-to-day, whenever you feel like doing this thing, uh, you can sign up and get involved in the best self-defense program in all of America. Uh, their store out there in Chandler just celebrated its 20th anniversary. That means they got two different places that have been around for over 20 years and another one that's creeping up on 20 years because it hangs around. Good things always do. The cream rises. And that's what you got going on up there. Become the best version of yourself, fully capable of understanding situational awareness and everything else. They get you there the first day. Crawl, walk, run. Whatever you're doing today, you'll be a better you at the end of the day if you head on over there. Reactdefense.com. It's the home Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. The Barbie thing is even worse than you'd imagine. There's a uh, influencer, TikTok influencer, Nicole Heffler, and she's got a new question that you ask on a first date. Oh God! 
What are your thoughts on the Barbie movie? Because if a guy really doesn't want to see it or if he's not open to talking about it, what's even worse is he, if he's seen it and he thinks it's not a good movie, he doesn't get the point. She's and I think it's a no-go. Well, hold on. Movie. Nice. I don't have to waste hold my time Hold on a second. Ladies, you're going to pull this on us? Oh, yeah. Do you realize how many deal-breaking movies we tolerate because of you? Barbie's for you. By the way, Nicole's boyfriend passed with flying colors. Yeah. He dressed in pink. (laughs) He got all the jokes and moving parts. That's fine. You can get the jokes, but if it, look, you can't. Afterwards, he discussed it with her. Right. Deal breaking. Look, there's a a lady sitting on a couch over there who was way too big into the butterfly effect as we walked out, and I almost broke up with Brady because of that. (laughs) We tolerate women's terrible taste in movies. Don't think I don't know about Waterboy. You sit down there. Don't you just be quiet over there, lady. <laughs> if we based relationships on taste in movies, women wouldn't be, uh, they'd be all gone. We'd all be gay. You think I'd rather watch movies that Brett likes or that Ronnie likes? I already know the answer to this question. <laughs> I don't care for those Hallmark Christmas movies you plant yourself down and watch for 30 solid days. No, you. She's saying you do it. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the worst tell I've ever seen. I can't because I, if I go as much as I want to uh, do it, I'm like, oh, no, this thing's not going to be able to work out. I just out. saw it. Pee Wee Herman died. What? This what? Breaking no. news. Just got the news. Pee Wee Herman passed away. Is Jimmy in the room? Is uh, he I got to find him. Uh, that's rough. Did he sing a song? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll throw him on the night of the singing death. Too soon, Brady. Too soon. Man, not you, too you get soon. back to your uh, Lacey Shea Bear's love, and we'll talk about real things. Pee Wee Herman's gone. Now, if men said if a woman didn't like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, she's not a real woman. We'd be, we'd have gotten misogyny things. We'd have lost our jobs. A guy can hate Barbie and still be a man. Don't be don't don't fall for that, guys. Women still want the Marlboro Man. TV tells you they don't, but that's what they really like. Steve Carell was the third option to play Michael Scott in The Office. Two guys turned it down before Steve. Paul Giamatti and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Louis C.K. Giamatti would have been pretty outstanding. He could have been pretty good. Louis C.K. read for the part two, but he had a holding deal with CBS, so he couldn't do it. I mean, they got the perfect guy. If you've ever seen the British version, though, God, is it funny. Like, it's... It's it's meaner. Oh, it's way meaner. But it's so fun. There's um, what's it? Rain Wilson went after that part too, but he ended up playing Dwight, which would have been after the Michael Scott. Yeah, originally the British version has a guy named Gareth, who is just a string bean, creepy looking guy, and it's kind of a fun. I ended up liking Dwight a lot, but yeah, he both both shows are really good. The first three years of The Office here. Here's some other uh, Patton Oswalt read for Michael Scott. Adam Scott, and Bob Odenkirk. I just got an, I got an email from a self-proclaimed spinner. Mm. I will never see Barbie. And it's better to me if the man I'm with knows how insufferable that imbecile Barbie is. Thank you very much. <laughs> and she's, she's like 5'1", 103 Noise. pounds. Noise! Be careful, because your hoser, she'll put her clothes in your closet. But still... 
Sean William Scott was talking about um, the big thing that happened. He was on the Rich Eisen show, and he said he got paid $8,000 for the first American Pie. And people were like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, well he got, got $5 million for the second one. Yeah, but he goes, that was the those. deal I, I signed up for. It, and he, he didn't goes, know it was going to be a hit. He'd already filmed it. Exactly. Yeah. The Hangover was the same way, right? They didn't yeah. make much on the didn't first one, anything. and then they cleaned house. The, the reason they did the next, the next one. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Scott says, I think Kirby loves bees because Brady uh, the Pooh loves honey. honey. <laughs> oh, Kirby, I love your bees. They lead us to the honey. Let's see how well you do on this best sitcom hangout spots. Uh, cheers. Cheers is number four. Four? It's going to be that damn coffee said, shop from uh, France. Yeah, France. Central, Central Perk. Central Perk. Yeah. The Central Perk is not. That's number seven. Monks wow. Cafe. What's Monks um, Seinfeld. Cafe? Oh, I can't right. believe you're not going the for di- the. Uh, think about the monks, uh, the coffee monks shop in Seinfeld. There. That's monks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sopranos, Bada Bing, Frasier. No, Duke's yeah, Duke, Fra- um, Duke's burned down. The Peach Arnold's. Pit. Oh, the Peach, Peach, Peach number one. Peach from the OC. And then That's the not Pit. A the Pit from the Different World. Wait a minute. Different I know two one zero isn't a sitcom. That's a good point. Makes a strong point. Yeah, they put yeah, it take there. that. See. <laughs> You said sitcom, right? Yeah. Okay. And they're calling it a sitcom. No, right. you are. What's, you what's are. Two, you deliver Buzz the news. Did <laughs> yes, rank it. It. When this, will he get this? Again, there's a girl on Bu- from BuzzFeed ranked her favorite, oh, 18 favorite sitcoms. Broads. Probably the broad that moved her stuff broads. in that guy's house. <laughs> I love when he gets upset. Unbelievable. <laughs> there's nothing better than disdainful Bert. <laughs> Cardi yeah. B threw her microphone at a fan who doused her with liquid. And the, and the track kept rolling. Yep. There's nothing wrong with backing tracks, but they can't be that, like, did you hear it? I didn't hear it. but You can't play it on the air because it's, it's just, she she's singing along to a recording that is as loud as, of, like, the front vocals can be, like, when we did tracks this week, a uh, Friday, but we don't yeah. do any front, like, lead vocal tracks. You yeah. do backup singers. We didn't have a piano player, so our tracks ran pianos. And a sax at one point, we forgot about that. Like, oh, yeah, we need a sax. We had a track for that. But you don't do your vocals, or what's the point? More proof of that is when my my throat exploded, and I just kept going. Who cares? But that makes it more fun. How were your inners? I'm just. I didn't do them this time. time. Oh. I made my ears bleed last time. I'm afraid say, of yeah. them. You pulled them out like. Oh, it, something yeah. happened terrible. My right ear blew up, and it still bleeds every once in a while. I wake up, and I have like blood coming on my ear. I'm not going to see a doctor for that. That's too nah. creepy. Come on, you're too old. I want to see how you're it ends. Fifty-one now. I want to see how it ends. I got the credits. I can see the credits at my waist. Any minute now, they're going to start rolling. <laughs> <laughs> they're that yeah, they're, they're right, right here. They're like, yeah, d- directed by. It's just ready to go. So, boom. And there's no next episode pops up? No, no, no. It's not to be continued. In a galaxy far, far away. Credits are waist high, and they're ready to go. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. They just fade off. I have no issues with that. Anyway, well, Pee Wee Herman passed away today. That's a weird one. Right. On Kirby's birthday. Foul play? Yeah. Wrecked on his bike. His last he, words were, uh, f- the bees. I don't even know what that means, right. but he hates bees. And whatever Kirby did to bees. Well, if he was on a bike, Brady Brett will have the video <laughs> tomorrow. All right. Speaking of that, Cardi B, uh, now she's a suspect of her battery for yeah, throwing her she mic. She threw the mic at that yeah. way. That was a assault. Can't do I that. can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> that was it. It was over. <laughs> it was his the last, last moment. Is that, a, is that a word? The ha ha? 
That, those are his last words. Is that a quote? That was his final that breath. I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> Over. We lost Pee Wee. It hasn't even hit TMZ yet. Pee Wee Herman's dead. Yeah. We win then. That's how good our sources are. Right. Our sources. Is there are another good. Larry the Cable Guy? False reporting that he died. I don't have that news feed. What's wrong with him? All right, we're done. That's it. It's ten oh eight. Larry's back, everybody. Not that I don't enjoy Shannon, but I love Larry. He's always here. Normalcy. John John Gordon's here too. Puppeting Larry. Uh, we'll do that. So, cancer. huh? Cancer. Pee Wee had cancer. Oh. Seventy. Ah, Jimmy. Too soon. Uh, that's it. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great Monday. Happy birthday, Kerbert Herbs, and we'll see you guys tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.